from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we're going to talk about Mario Party Superstars and pregame for Midwest Gaming Classic, and the Animal Crossing update is out now. As of like one hour ago. Thank you, UPS, but Jeremy's in another castle. Didn't expect that. that either expect anything welcome to nintendo main podcast episode 295 we are five episodes away from episode 300 where we would like to hear your thoughts on nintendo main send us an audio file telling us about, about what you think about the show to nintendo main podcast at gmail.com by episode 300 which is like december 8th or something like that when we're going to record it but do that but nintendo main is your place for nintendo fans being excited about old games put together and new games and updates to sort of old games and going to places and looking for old games and all that stuff. So what we're going to talk about this week. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Like shit just keeps happening here. So we got to talk about, of course, we got to talk about our MGC stuff because we're going to Midwest Gaming Classic this weekend. For sure. This fucking week. It's already here. And if you're listening to this right now, we will be already there. We will already be in Milwaukee by the time this is posted, probably. So, you know, if you happen to be someone who listens to the show early, try to say hi to us if you see us. If you can recognize us with masks on our faces. I can't recognize yeah. anybody anymore with masks. Like, I don't know what anybody, like, I don't, you don't, like, run into people in uh, around town anymore. At least I don't. Because I don't know what I'll anybody. I'll be wearing a Dino Wars shirt. I don't know what anybody fucking, fucking looks like with a mask on. You know, I can't recognize their eyes or something. So it's like I don't recognize anybody anymore, it seems like. Even people that I like just saw like two minutes ago. I'm like, oh, I can't, you know, I don't recognize I saw anybody. somebody, yeah, I saw somebody out at the bar last week that I went to high school with. That was crazy. They're like, how are you doing, Jeremy? I'm like, uh. Who are you? Hi. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that, but do pe- people do sometimes say that on shoots where they're like, hi, Trey. And I'm like, hey, you, what's up? How you doing? I don't know who you are, but cool. I see you again. <laughs> and I see you again for the first time. All right, so who are we? Who are we? Yeah, we are. We are people. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Celestial Compiler Johnson. I'm Jeremy Dirty Dozen Cockroaches Mikowski. I'm John Outside Knitter. John went outside for the first time this <laughs> this was week. Wow. I mean, I went outside too. It was cold. It's cold as fuck here. Yeah, I was inside. But I went outside. Oh, you see? I, I, I get it. I didn't really go outside today, so I guess I was a little out of touch with the weather. I did. <laughs> it was in its frigid as <laughs> fuck. Well, let's start off the show how we always do every week and talk about games we bought and games we've been playing for the week. Yeah, yeah. 
There, I mean, there were some like big. There's some like really big. Re- well, there's one really big release, and there's also a big release that we all got. Like I said, the Animal Crossing thing. But why don't we just get into the Animal Crossing thing because we've always yeah. already been playing it. So, an- fresh sure. it. so Animal Crossing the the new update they decided to drop it a day early, which is crazy. I was. I was just sitting. I was Jess and I were sitting on the couch, and Jess is like, "So, so when does this new Animal Crossing thing happen?" And I'm like, "I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like DLC is isn't as reliable as like game releases. You know, I'm like, they don't normally come out at eleven. So who knows? It might like release as late as like the Nintendo sixty four thing did, and it might not be out till like nine o'clock. And then Jeremy like sends sends a message to the group through Slack that's like, "Oh yeah, it's out now." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> And we were watching we were watching some show on Netflix and we just like paused it and just started playing Animal Crossing because well we downloaded it and just started playing it and we did we did some things. Uh, I ca- follow uh, Animal Crossing World on Twitter, AC World, and they always have like updates about stuff. So I always find out my info there if I don't find it out from Trey. I, I thought it was a fluke actually, and I, I looked in the comments and people on the Twitter they also thought it was a fluke too. They're like, oh, it's a mistake. It's going to get pulled or something, but. That's why I was like, oh, we we better download it now <laughs> in case they pull it, yeah. you know, and it's not there. But no, it's it's totally there. Like, uh, it's a big download too. And uh, and according to my villagers, I haven't played Animal Crossing in seven months, so uh, it's a pretty pretty long I time. I was about the same before yeah. I did the Mine accidental said, play last week. Yeah, mine said uh, my last cloud save was in April. So yeah, seven yeah. months. So and and I and you get a maybe bunch we of- all played when we did the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I played. I played a little bit after that, that though. I, I played a little bit after, but not much. I don't think. But yeah, you get a bunch of letters in the mail saying different things. Um, one thing that that happened to Jess, which she was mad about, is if you go if you go see Cap'n before you go see Blathers, everything kind of gets a little fucked up. On, uh, mm. I don't know if you guys did that, but I didn't. No, I did the other way. You went to Blathers before Cap'n. Same. Yep. Okay. Because Blathers, yeah, because Blathers tells you about Brewster, who's on the island that you go to with Cap'n. But if you go to Cap'n first and go to that island, Brewster won't be there. So you have to like trigger Brewster by talking to Blathers. And Jess was pissed about that because she found out about it after the fact, after she already went there. Oh shit! And you can't, and you can only go to the island once a day, so you can't go back and find Brewster. So she has to wait till tomorrow to go get Brewster. Uh-oh. So that kind of sucks. But I, I spent I spent a bunch of money, like as I'm sure you. I, I bought like a I bought more storage for my house. I, I automatically so did that. Spent seven hundred thousand. I only had four million. I thought I had more money, but I guess not. I was at about five point five. That was about two. Yeah, I had like I had like four million. So I went I, I went and I got that, and I started the late night ordinance. I did that for twenty thousand. Yep, also, me too. same first one. I bought I bought like same. all the I bought all the upgrade stuff like from the. Like I, I didn't get to do first person view, view. I really wanted to do that, but there's just like so much shit to do, you know, that it's kind of a little overwhelming. I'm on the island as of the time we the call started. Like I'm talking to Brewster right now. Oh, me too. Yeah, I'm on the island as well. Like that's that's what I was doing last when I put it to sleep. Yeah, was, I just talked to him. Was and I and I list, got to listen to the wonderful HD tones of yep. of Captain, oh, which I haven't heard for a long time. And I hope so there you I go. hope we all got different songs. I recorded the song. I recorded yeah, what about a. He's he's selling a cucumber and he gets hungry and he ends up eating his boat. Oh, that's the one that that's the one that Jess got. She told me about that. Yeah, oh, where you where you that's awesome. where you eat the cucumber boat and everybody on the boat's yep. like staring at you because you ate the boat and now they're in the water or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I got I got one where he said that he wished that the world was smaller so he could like travel all of the seas in like ten minutes or something. He wanted like the world to be in like in like a tiny thing 
in, in his backyard or whatever. That's that's what he was thinking about. I love For all me, his mid song just... quotes. Like he, yeah. he'll break him in the song and say something, some bit of wisdom to you, and then return to the song. Oh yeah, that was always one of my favorite things. Like we, Jeremy and I would talk about that. He do you know the infamous cucumber song, and then he'll like yes. stop and be like, uh, "What do you think? Of, what do you think of me hair?" You know, and then it just like start talking about his hair. But I mean, he has like a family now, so now he talks about his kids and stuff. Like he just all said, he, he said to me like, was, he, uh, he, you he talked about you his don't daughter. Get seasick, do you? Yeah. Yeah. He just asked me whether or not I get seasick. It was really generic. He actually just sang about sailing the seas and then said something about his wife at the end. Yeah. So we went there and was your island that much different? Like Jess went there and it was just, it was the same season, same time of day. Like nothing was yeah, really different. Yeah, it just looked like I yeah, took the same. airplane to the island. Yeah, it was, a, it was still, it's still fall. It's still night, you know, because there was supposed mm-hmm. to be where you could jump to different seasons and jump and jump to different times of day and all that. And it wasn't different for her. But I talked to Brewster. He gave me the he gave gyroid. me the, the gyroid, the broken gyroid that you put in the ground. And it was actually raining in my town, so I could just go back and put it there. But I didn't go to Harv's Island yet, but Jess did. She went there, and she said that you can only fund one thing a day. One thing a day, yep. I funded um, the fortune teller. Oh, she yeah, she paid for the furniture customization, guys. She paid for all of that, and that was a hundred thousand. So, but you can look. So, do at, you go there to use those options then when you want to, or do they open shop on your island? I think you have to open go shop there. on Harv's Island. Okay. Did Did either of you go? Can you go and do the Happy Home Designer stuff yet? Can you like go to work I and do that? Because I think that would be the same thing as flying to Harv's, right? You would just go to a different place. I think so. Yeah, because I, I got didn't the license. Even... I know, it, like you can do all your your uh, you know hanging the lights and all that stuff. And I think. Yeah, I didn't have like, anything to hang sure from the ceiling. That's the exact same thing, or what? No, it isn't. I mean, the happy home designer thing is where you go to you go to a whole other island and design homes for people. It's like a whole separate okay, game, yeah. but it's all supposed to be available at the same time. So, but you have to like leave your island to go to this other game DLC thing. So it is pretty much a different game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I totally forgot that you know there's the free DLC and the paid DLC. And I think all we're doing right now so far is the free DLC. Yeah, you're just yeah. doing the 2.0. Right. We we were just doing the yep. 2.0 stuff. We didn't actually do any of the Happy Home Paradise stuff yet. But it should be all available. Like I didn't get a chance like I said or like Jeremy said it it just happened like an hour ago, so we didn't have a whole lot of time to go through everything, but I was just like I was just running around doing stuff and I'm like, "Oh my god, there's so much mm-hmm. shit to do now." And I ordered a bunch of shit from uh from the the town center because there's a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't there before. Like I got this giant inflatable elephant, and I got like a this castle this castle gateway, and a bunch bunch of like uh like plants and stuff like greenery shit that I, that I ordered, and lots of like carnival stuff. Like I got I got like a Ferris wheel and a car and like a carousel and stuff like that that was that so was available we, before. Because so far we're all playing the the free update. Are we positive we don't have to go to the shop and download the extra DLC that we quote unquote paid for? I I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know because I didn't. I don't know either because I didn't try it out. Yeah, yeah. How does that work if you're in the if you're in the expansion? Right now, yeah. If you're in the expansion world, how does that work? Because it will. Because Jess went ahead and paid for the DLC. She just bought the DLC minus no expansion because she doesn't care about sixty four and Genesis games. And uh, and she already bought it and downloaded it. But she didn't go do any of the any of that stuff yet. She was just doing like regular town stuff. So so I don't know. But yeah, it's uh I'm back in Animal Crossing again, <laughs> and it's a uh, yeah. And and I bought all that shit. Like you could buy like you know like the new the new hairstyles and the first person mode and 
and like uh yeah just all the like you're saying the designing things and all this different shit for your fake your nook phone thing that you have and all that stuff i was feeling pretty overwhelmed but i figured i was going to be overwhelmed oh yeah and i and i caught a fish and when i caught a fish oh. it automatically told me how to cook a meal out of the fish so that was cool like yeah, you, it's like it. This is kind of how like Dragon or Dragon Quest Builders does too, where you like it, in Dragon Quest Builders too. You like get a thing that you never had before, and then all of a sudden you'll remember a recipe designed around it. It was kind of like it reminded me of that, where like you catch a fish and you're like, oh, I could make this fish into this thing, and now you know the recipe to make that. Now there's random mushrooms on the island too. Well, yeah, but they were there before. The mushrooms do come out oh. are are around this time this season. You do see mushrooms on the ground. So, but there's a, there's like a tape deck in front of the residence center, which you can turn on and do your exercises. I didn't do any of those, but that's I out did there that, now. But I didn't uh, have my Joy-Con plugged in, so I just did the, with the, the sticks. You just yeah. move the sticks up and down and press the buttons. One thing I thought was funny was when I was in my house checking out my, see if my, my storage was put in, Agnes knocked on the door. And oh, yeah. Because I hadn't been in there in a while, there was cockroaches. So she knocked on the she's like, uh... Are you aware there's cockroaches <laughs> here? And she goes, rather than walk around, she's like, yeah, I just remembered I got something else to do elsewhere. Because so <laughs> there was cockroaches. Oh, she gave you she gave you the cockroach shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. I, I was uh I haven't cleared out all the cockroaches in the in the house yet because you know, like tells you when you kill them all. But I, I was in there and a hippo came by and he just kind of walked around and didn't say anything. And he's like, Well, time to get out of here. Uh, and I'm like, Okay, uh, you can leave. Is he one of the characters that talks to the bugs in the wall? I wonder. No, that's uh, that's the bunny guy who was like my favorite. But I, I, I forgot everybody who was on my island. I'm like, oh, I got a hamster. Like, I'm like, I didn't know I had. A, I don't remember having a hamster. I got a little hamster running. I around. haven't talked to anyone that's not one of the administrators yet. Like, um, I talked to Isabel to see what my heart, my rating was. So I went around. And I, I killed all the roaches. That's where the dirty dozen came from. Because there's twelve roaches. You'll get two in each room, from what I've gathered, or at least that's what I had. You have to kill it, run out of the room, and run back in it to it again, and kill a second one. And as far as I know, they don't go under furniture. They like they're easy to 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 stomp out. So yeah, they're they're did that <clears throat> they're visible in whatever room you go in. And I and I tried moving yeah. furniture around, and I didn't see anymore. But I and I and I stepped on everyone I, I saw. But I think it. you have to keep going back room to room until it tells you that they're all gone. Yeah, which for me it was twelve. It was two per room. So I don't know if that's what everyone's going to be, but that's what I had. Um, and then I went around, I picked all the weeds. So then I went and did my uh, evaluation. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, that... I, I, a lot of my islands paved. I put like pave or I put patterns down on a bunch of it too. So nothing grows where the patterns are. Yeah. And I noticed that there's a lot of, there's a lot more flowers on my island that were bef- than were before. Like they all kind of yeah. like multiplied while I was gone. <laughs> like it's like they're all over the yeah. place. And I, and I noticed my flowers were... are all like yeah. rained in. There was like a lot more flowers than weeds, in, unless you go to like the back of the island. There's a bunch of them there. So I was actually collecting weeds off of that other island that I went to with Cap'n because I was going to sell them to. No, I guess he's not there. It's a different guy. I was like, I was going to sell it to Leaf, but Leaf isn't here. It's Kicks, and I already bought some new boots and stuff from him. But the the stores aren't open, you know, yet. So you can't. I guess you can't buy any like uh, seeds and stuff like that to start start your garden. But I do have this huge area where I've just been, that's just like my pumpkin patch. So I think I'm just going to turn that into the garden because I have an area that's just like filled with pumpkins and it's pretty big. So I'll just like maybe cut half of it and make it into it, make it into a garden and then just like 
still have some of the pumpkins growing there just for just for looks so that's what i was yeah, thinking I mean, I my garden down by the river which i have a very similar situation where it's my first pumpkin patch i made and it's huge and i just did it for the money even though i didn't really need the money at the time i just for, got hooked on that for a few days but uh then i made like a nice pumpkin patch where there's uh, i think 16 of each color in squares and then there's four squares that and i like that and i think i'll just leave that there but i'm gonna replace the other part with uh crops it's gonna be by the river it's gonna be nice yeah so i figured all that stuff will happen and i already did you guys set up any ordinances i made it i made a late just night, just night owl yeah i yeah. made i made a late night ordinance but it's not going to happen until tomorrow I, I thought about doing the beautiful one to take care of all the weeds that i have but i just was like i'll just do the late night one because i'm always playing i don't you know i'm always playing later at night than early in the morning so we'll see like how that changes everything you can only do one a day so yeah, yeah. Well, you can only do, I was actually you can only do one at a time too. Oh, one at a time. Okay. Like you can't do like beautiful island and late night island. Like I think you can only do just one ordinance. So, and I, I thought about doing some new bridges and stuff, but I wasn't sure where to put them. So I hadn't really. I know like Jess already put some ramps in there, so because you could put like two more ramps. She already knew where. She already knew where. Yeah, she yeah. already thought it. She'd already been like, you got to put it there. So. So yeah, I actually got a message from from. Uh, oh, Agnes was asking about Jess. Oh, there like, you oh, go. You still talk to Jess from Nookiook. <laughs> she, uh, I got, I, I got five things in the mail from Jess. I actually thought there'd be more, but that was what I got from her that she had sent me in between the time of when I played last. So I had five things in there, and I had a whole bunch of. I had like I had like my I'd, I'd gotten like ten thousand uh, bells just from like whatever your from, big account from not playing yeah <laughs> from uh mm-hmm. from uh, interest you know from the that's time, weird that's the same playing. amount i had it was nine 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 yeah something. yeah that's what i got nine 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 so and i well i got like a thousand something and like nine 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 it's like two separate messages so it was over ten thousand but yeah animal crossing captain's back so yeah <laughs> it sounds like we've done a, just about the same things other than i haven't gone to harv's island which i'll probably do later on tonight but I do. I look forward to that ordinance now. Do you? Does that mean the shops open later? I think so. I think they open later and stay open later. Is the okay. idea. So hopefully the opening later doesn't suck. Well, I mean, I, I, when, I, I usually when, play at night. I mean, when do they normally open? At like ten or nine in the morning or something? Like what? Are, yeah, like eight nine. Like like what are the eight or nine? Yeah. What are the normal? I think the Nook shop opens at eight, and I think the other place opens at nine. The dress stop. Yep. Sounds right. Then everybody else just appears at five in the morning. All the special people. Yeah, I was gonna try to. It's a. It's eight a.m. to ten p.m. is the normal Nook Nook store. So maybe it'll be open. Maybe it'll stay open till like eleven or twelve or something. That, I mean, on the 3ds, I think it's. I think they stayed open till eleven. Like it wasn't that much later. Like I wanted them to stay open till like two in the morning because that was when I was playing. So it's like, yeah, come on, dude. Like make it like late night, like like a four a.m. bar. Like stay up till stay up until four or something. <laughs> Make it make it like real late nighters, you know, like the real the real. Does that mean all nights. the the residents all stay up late now too? I think so. Yeah, they're supposed to like be hanging, be more hanging out later for you to talk to. But it's weird because like some of them, like I like you know they have specific stuff with their personalities. Like I know like the weird ones that I like always go to bed early, and the older ones, the older cranky ones, stay up late. It, at least what I've seen in my town, like they're the ones that are always walking around late, late at night. Cause they're, I guess they're old and retired and have nothing to do. 
<laughs> but just to stir up trouble for the island residents and all I wonder that. if Brewster's will be open late. I mean, Brewster's should be open all the time, right? It's a, it's a, I don't know, should be like some sort of hip 24-hour cafe or something where you can You'd think so. drink coffee yeah, at I, 2 I, in the morning. You know, one critique of mine with this game was that there was never really that much to do at night, and so this helps with the ordinances, but then I think, yeah, well, Brewster's stay open late, but there'd be like a cool late night hangout spot. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what's that? That's I think that's kind of what it was in 3DS because there was a. I remember there was like a, like as part of the cafe was like a, you know, key, DJ KK and all that stuff. When KK would come by and he'd play music and there'd be like shows and stuff that happened later. I don't know if they'll do that, but they should because because it was there in the 3DS one. But yeah, it's out. It's out now. Go go download that shit. It was a. Uh, I can't believe, yeah, just like, here it is. Uh. I think it's like three and a half gigs. Oh, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, some content. I, I think a lot of that's your extra storage. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look at, I didn't look at what the thing was. I mean, I got it. I got a full terabyte one. I don't need to look anymore. Don't need to look. Damn, this fancy. Those yeah, things, I think it'll bring me back. For those things are on sale again. They're like 130. Yeah. Speaking of I'm guessing it's going to bring me back for about two weeks. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. <laughs> so long enough to like pay off for all the new stuff and then maybe i don't know maybe do something with the gyroids like some sort of room or something i'm gonna i'm gonna try out the happy home paradise stuff i mean we paid for it (laughs) oh i'll try it we paid for it in our expansion stuff i mean that's a whole i don't know if i'll get into it right away i mean that's the most of the price like that was what the price was right was is basically for that that's like the 25 dollars is is the animal crossing thing so might as well play it it's there paid for it you know so we'll see we'll, we'll we'll update as we go maybe we can maybe we'll play it at mgc or something like that you know to maybe do some local animal crossing stuff while we're in milwaukee who knows but there was a there was a lot of really cool stuff that came out this week well some of it came out this week but didn't but there were two games that came out this week that i really really liked that i've been playing dusk which i talked about before which is an, ind- an independent uh first person shooter which is very much like Doom and Quake. It's really good. It's a, I remember I posted a video to Slack about it, just showing like how well they had ported it from the PC to the Switch, and it's probably one of the best ports on the system, is what I've heard. But it's a, it's great. It's a, I put in the notes here. It's, it's the best first-person shooter I've played since Project Warlock, and Project Warlock was really high on my list last year for oh, game, yeah, you love for, for games of the year. So. It's really good. Like, it's really, really good. Like, I've been having a lot of fun with it. It's been my, I mean, it was, you know, it's spooky. It's a Halloween game. I was, like, playing it over Halloween weekend, and it's got some weird shit to it. Like, there's parts where, like, the levels, like, all, like, rearrange and stuff. I was playing this level where everything, like, gets flipped upside down, and all of a sudden the stairs are, like, on their side, and you kind of got to kind of, like, jump up them and stuff. And, and I fought this boss where everything, where all these, like, where the, the floor is all, like, scattered around, and there's a whole lot of, like, empty space that you can fall through. And they do some really interesting stuff with the stages, and, like, the level design is really cool. And I, there's, like, three there's three episodes in it. I beat the first episode, and I think I'm pretty close to the end episode. But, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. There's these, like, invisible enemies that chase you that are freaky, that are, like, these, these like, weird, like, weird ears, like, half man, half deer type of thing. That's really creepy looking that chases you around. And they're invisible? They're invisible until you shoot them. But you can, Uh. it's best to play with the sound on because you can hear them walking around. Because if you don't, you won't know. But it's freaky. 
you'll hear them walking around and you'll hear them like run at you and like, you know, hear you and you'll see your stuff starting to get hit. So you have to kind of like figure it out. I've been playing it with the sound on and the soundtrack's cool too. And uh, it has this really cool, like when you start it, it starts like an old MS-DOS game. It even says like MS-DOS 6.66, like when it starts and it does, and it does like the loading. It has like all the coding that you would see if you ever played like PC games from the nineties. Like they, they're, it's obvious what they're aiming for. You know, they're aiming for old people like me who want to play old, you know, old ass first person shooter stuff, but it's really cool. Like, uh, I, I just it, it blows my mind that it's it's like almost like a bullet hell first person shooter because you can see all of the bullets that get shot at you, like you can actually see them. Like even with somebody shooting like a machine gun at you, you can see the bullets in the air coming at you. So if you're like good enough, you could weave in between them and not get hit. It's insane. Like I've just never seen a game that actually shows the bullets that are shooting at you. So it feels like a crazy like a crazy fucking bullet hell game. And it's just, it's fun as fuck to play. Like, it, there's, like, these uh, bouncers that, like, shoot you around, you know, kind of like the Quake, the later Quake games did where you, like, hit a thing and it'll shoot you up really high. And you can, like, flip yourself. You can, like, move the joystick to make your make your viewpoint, like, completely flip around, which is a fun trick to do. And you can flip your weapons whenever you want. There's a whole button for that that just makes you spin your weapon, you know, like a, <laughs> like a fancy uh, gun shooter type person. But it's it's cool. It's been it's it's perfect for me. For anybody who likes old school Doom games, I told uh, I told John Wedgworth to check it out because I know he was a huge Quake fan. I was like, you should yeah, give it a go. It's like it's like fifteen dollars. It's fun as hell. Like I've been I've been having so much fun with it, and it just it just looks really nice. It's super fucking smooth. I think it's like sixty frames per second or something like that. Like they really went out of their way to make it look really nice. And there's all these like different options you can do. Like it's fully customized, customizable. Like I said, you can change the colors, and you can make the view. You can make the view like almost like a fisheye lens, where you can like crank it up to a 200%, where you can see like this like weird like horseshoe around you. It looks so weird, but you can make you can make your view like so wide where you can see stuff like almost behind you at the same time. If you really want to fuck with that and make it look really trippy while you play the game. I wonder if that would work on like if you had one of those curved monitors with the like crazy aspect ratio. If that's maybe, yeah, you can you can make your you can make your viewpoint super wide, and I and I tried it. I turned it up all the way, and it just looks like you're like it looks like you have like a fisheye lens, you know, where everything's kind of like it's like all like a you know what I mean, like the like the old Mm -hmm. like video effects that you would use in like 1998 or something like that (laughs) when fisheye lenses were cool or whatever. Yeah, it's cool. I'll, I'll have to show it to you. I mean, I'm sure you know. It's like I said. It's 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 my it's my type of game. But yeah, the, the bodies the bodies don't disappear unless they explode. Like some bodies explode when you kill them, so you have to be ready for that. There's a ton of bosses. I've already fought like four or five bosses in there. Uh, some of them are there's like kind of secret bosses where you you can fight them if you want or you don't have to. There's like alternate ways to get through. There's a shit ton of like there's lots of secrets in there. Like, I found a lot of really cool secret stuff. There's, like, stuff written on the wall in blood. Like, there's all these different messages and stuff in the game. It's it's fun. Oh, and I found a super hot... There, there's a super hot upgrade that I got. That's, like, a bonus thing. It cool. only lasts for so long. But you can get an upgrade where people only move when you move. So there's a whole part where you oh. can do that, which is which is pretty cool. So it's, like, the same sort of thing. Where, like, you... If you're not moving, nobody moves. And then if you, you know, they kind of, like, move and... Yeah. It was it was a fun thing to do. It was it was a cool it was a cool like a minute long up upgrade that you get for a second where it's like oh no, nobody moves nobody moves unless you move and I'm like oh I I know that I know what that's from it's a super hot thing but yeah 
they obviously got a lot of inspiration from different stuff. But yeah, that's enough about that. There's some like quick things that I did. I know Jeremy, you did too. Uh, just yeah. just barely. I, I have it on the notes here. Uh, almost forgot about Dre. Did <laughs> almost forgot mm-hmm. about Dread because uh, I did. I almost totally forgot about <laughs> about uh, the Tetris 99 Dread that we talked about last week. I caught it at the very end. Actually, I don't think I caught it as as at the very end as Jeremy did. But I just was like, "Oh shit, Dread!" Because I was playing uh, I was playing Horizon Chase Turbo's uh, DLC, which they have this new DLC called uh, Senna Forever. Uh, based on uh, Artan Senna, who's a Brazilian racer, and it's like uh, Formula One racing stuff, so it's like Indy 500 stuff, so it's cool. Like I- I'm super into it. Plus, I love that game anyway, and it just gives me more reason, more reason to play it. But I-, I bought the DLC for $5.99. I had enough gold points, so I got it for free. But um, they added like a first-person mode where you're like in the car now, and you can see the hands, and it's it's important, I guess, for Formula One stuff to be able to like mm-hmm. to do that type of thing. But as I was playing that, I was like, okay, you know, I'm having a great time with Horizon Chase Turbo. I'm like, I should go look at all, because they add, like, new stuff every month or whatever. They've been adding, like, you know, free DLC, like, different, there was, like, some Halloween stuff on there, and I was just kind of just, like, playing whatever the monthly DLC stuff was, and I was like, and that and that's what reminded me about Tetris 99. I was like, wasn't there another game that had a thing? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Metroid. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking Metroid on Tetris 99, shit. So I played horizon for a while longer and then i and then i jumped back to onto met onto metroid and i played it for like 20 minutes and got 100 points and it really didn't take that long i got a whole lot of like i kept getting like 15th place like at the highest but it yeah it's fine i mean it was i didn't do the music long. the music was kind of low you know it's it's like the you know it's the remix of the super metroid song but i don't know it wasn't great as far as the audio i didn't think but whatever the audio started to great after a while uh, it took me a while because I don't know. I just wasn't doing that well. But so I started around, it's like 1115. I'm like, oh shit, it's 1155. Not realizing that was specific time. So like, I thought, oh shit, there's no way. And then I was like playing it. I was like, kind of like whining to Shauna about it. She's sitting on the couch at, uh, on her computer. And I was like, I'm not going to have time. Even if I threw a match, it only gives you one point. If you finish thin and it, it would take longer for, you know, each match to load to get to a hundred. I didn't think it was going to happen. I was up to like 70 something points and it was almost 1155. And I think 1159 was when it ended. Then I was like, wait a minute, maybe that's specific time. Yeah. I th- I put it on the Slack that it was going till 2 a.m. Because of Pacific time. Because I-, I, I don't know. I just got confused about it. So I actually ended up getting it. And then uh, Shauna almost got it. She had like 90 something points and then it switched over. No, so, well, it'll come back. Yeah, I, I ended up go, I ended up going over, so it took me close to an hour, I think, to get the points, and then it took her a lot less time, but it still wasn't enough for her to to get it. It sucks too when that happens because you actually you hit play again, and then the theme just goes away and it goes back to the classic. Oh look. yeah, it's like sorry. It doesn't even warn you. And then when you're done, whatever, if because she played like play over the weekend next there. time. Well, I forgot, and you know, if you hadn't told <laughs> I, me, I, I forgot too. Yeah, I completely forgot. But too. then I got home and I forgot again, and I was playing Fantasy Star, and I was like, "Oh shit, Metroid!" Like it just like popped in my head. Well, the the, the 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 main reason that I forgot about it was because a little game called Mario Party Superstars came out, and uh, I had just been playing that more than anything. And I think I finally kind of maybe see a little bit why John plays Super Mario Maker Two so much because. Super Mario Party Online is fucking fun, man. Like that's I've yeah, been right? having a blast with it. Yeah, it's it's like 
You know, like when you go to school for like a really long time and then you finally like graduate school and you like don't know what to do with yourself because you've always wanted to like be done with school. That's like how Mario Party feels because you've for like 20 some years, I've wanted Nintendo to make an online Mario Party game. And I finally got this present that I've been asking for for like fucking 20 years. And it's great. We sort of got it already. No, you didn't. Not in this way, man. I'm talking about single player ranked playing against fucking second graders, probably Mario Party superstars. <laughs> it's fucking fun as shit. I love it. Yeah, it's. I, no, I, I played a lot of it by myself, and I was having a blast. And it's it's so dumb, but it's so fun. Like it's you know because it's Nintendo, it has no it has no voice chat, so you communicate with stickers, which you can unlock as you go through the game because you level up, you know, from playing Mario Party and all that stuff. And uh, I've unlocked all the stickers, but you basically use the stickers to talk to each other, and that and it kind of it's kind of fun because you you know you can if somebody like does something to you, you can say like betrayal, or you can say like grr, you can be like or you can throw up like a sticker of Toadette being like wah, you know like whenever something happens to you, and you can kind of communicate, and you can set it to where like different ones are set to different buttons, so like you know the the like regular whatever it's the standard one it's just like if you hit lr or if you hit r or zr it'll show your character beside being like what you know so we i would do that like every time something happened like just for the fun of it or if you hit l if you hit l it'll show your character being like yes you know like so like when you get a star or like when you're on your way to a star you can do that or like whenever the star would move to a different place i'd always say what just because i thought it was funny you know like no matter where it goes to it'd be like what it's over there you know like yeah and and you can send like you know Bowser laughing or like the ghost laughing and like all these different things and it's amazing all you the things. You can be sarcastic and tell people they're doing a good job when they. It does make it fun. I mean, you yeah, could, yeah, you can say like congrats and stuff like that, and it it reminds me. You it, have to get creative, yeah. It's weird. It reminds me a lot of Triforce Heroes because that game had the same sort of uh, communication where you would send these stickers to each other that say like over there or do this or. You know, it's weird, like, trying to find a way to communicate with somebody to help you get through a dungeon without being able to talk to them. But they give you all these, like, stickers of Link, like, pointing different ways or saying, like, yes or no or whatever. That's basically what this is. But from what I've noticed, like, people have been pretty, they've been pretty fucking uh, supportive, though. Like, people have been really nice, like, through their stickers, being like, congrats or like, hey, or like, sorry, you know, whenever they beat you on the four-player or whatever. It's been, been pretty chill from what I've, and I played, like... I played like six games online and I won one. I won one of them finally, but I lost like crazy. Like they were, people are fucking good at this game. Much I thought I was good, but I'm not that good. Is what I learned <laughs> when you play so online Mario against Party, other people. So known for really long games, right? So is there not some necessarily in between to mitigate that? Uh, well, so the online mode is set in a certain way. You can't really you can't change the amount of rounds that you have if you're just playing straight up online mode. And and you can only play online mode against ranked random people single player. Like you can't do it with two people. So you can't play like oh. with two people to a system and then find two random people. You can do that with friends. You can play two people to a system versus two other two people with the system. But if you just want to go online and just f- play against random people, you can only do that in one oh, in one player. You can only do it in one player. So uh, so that's what that's basically what the single player is on this game. There is no single player. They completely cut the single player out of the game. Which is weird. This is the first Mario Party that has no single player campaign, because I think That's they weird. knew. Because I think they knew that people just want to play online, so they're just like, "Fuck that." We're, we're we're giving you random ranked Mario Party here, so fucking do that. You know, no single player. So I I said that I said in the notes here that I beat the game because I did kind of beat the game. 
because in order to get the credits, you basically have to get to a certain level in your Mario Party ranking or whatever. You le- you level up to like level fifty, and you get the and you get the credits. So that's how I was like, okay, well I beat it because I leveled up, even though I hadn't, I still hadn't beaten an online game yet. But it's it's fun. Like I the first night it came out, I was in the middle of editing this and I actually paused editing so I could stream it online because I was just excited about playing online. And I've been able to find people like that. There's not been a waiting time at all. So people are into it. So it seems to be. And it, it is like number one in the eShop right now, which, surprise, surprise, all the Mario parties are always number one whenever they come out. But it's like, uh, but there's a ton of people playing online, is what I'm saying. So how does the ranking itself work? I mean, is it just, are you ascribed a certain amount of points for the place you get in the match? Or is it how many stars you have? You get, is there like- yeah, you get, well, you get like a, yeah, you get certain amount of level up points depending on how well you did. You get more if you won, you get, you get like extra for playing online. You get, yeah, you get, you get a certain amount for how many stars you got, like stuff like that. Okay. So, and, and there's also, and there is like also a uh, daily challenges and stuff like that, which I suck at that. Cause that's just mini games. The, the daily challenges is like Mount mini game where you just, would be like okay here try these ones at the same time and yeah people are good i was i was playing this one online game and all these online games have been super epic by the way they've always they they're all like their own game in themselves i feel like there's always like shit like the very first one that i played i couldn't get shit and i got like 5 stars in like the last 5 turns so like that was like the big thing for me i was like building it up building it up and then i had this like killer i still lost but i had this killer like almost clutch thing at the end and there was this one game I was playing where where I could not beat anybody. Like, everybody was, like, way too fucking good. I could not win a single mini game. So I started getting these customizable uh, dice where you can pick which, you know, where you can pick how far you go. And I was making it to where I would land on the lucky spot so I could get money from that to try to raise enough money to buy stars. And eventually I bought three stars in one turn because I got an item where I could buy two stars at once. And then I ended up, and the, and the star ended up, happening in front of me right after that so i went and like did two two at the same time but i could buy two at once so i got three so that was epic too and there was another time where i used the um the chomp whistle to change the star and the star actually reappeared right in Mm -hmm. front of me that was pretty rad that never happens so there's been like some really cool moments in there where i'm like oh shit yeah i did this and it's fun like I i didn't think it would be this much fun but it was like the whole weekend I was like, man, I should be playing Mario Party. And there was one night where I just played like four games online just back to back, just without stopping. I just, Does I just it show the I people just went, you played I, with? What do you mean? Like, because I remember, didn't that happen in Mario Kart where you would see the people you had played online with and you could like make them rivals or whatever? Uh, you can't make them rivals, but there you make like a you make like a profile card for yourself mm. that has your name and and my nickname, a Celestial Compiler. That's a that's a nickname that you earn from from collecting a certain amount of stars in a game, which actually Galaxy Builder is better. Galaxy Builder is the one I got after that, which is seven or more stars in one game. But Gal- but Celestial Compiler sounds way cooler than Galaxy Builder, so that's why mm-hmm. so that's why I said that. But yeah, no, there, there's these profile cards that you get where you can pick you can pick your four favorite Mario Party games. And that'll show up on your profile, and you can put which Mar- which your favorite Mario Party game is, and that's any of them. You could say Mario Party Ten if you wanted to. I don't know why you would, but you could, you could do that. Or and you do pick like a background based on like the boards that are in the game, or like the other shit like that. And and it'll save the other boards, the other like profiles of the other people that you played as, played against, so you can look at them. And and it does okay. and it does the same thing like Splatoon did, where you can friend request people that you play with. Like I think every that's maybe what I was thinking. I think like too. every game does that, where it'll save, 
where it'll save the people that you play online so you can send friend requests straight to the people that you played. Like, cause you can do that. You've been able to do that for a while, but if you go into your profile and you look at people that you played with, you can send them friend requests through there. So if you did yeah, want to like play a person again or something, you could do that. But quick side note, I wish you could turn that feature off like across all games. Cause I, I never want to be friends with some random person that I just played with online ever. No, I, I keep getting the requests. No, no. never. I keep getting the requests and I keep having to manually decline each of them, which I think is stupid. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm friend. I got, I friended some people from Splatoon that I've probably never seen online ever again, but you know, it was, so, I, I was like, got, oh, cool. I'll, I'll see that. And I'll be like, I don't remember ever friending this person, but I know what they're playing. They're still playing Splatoon. So you, well, you know, you know where you, where you found them from. It's like those couple people that I friended so we could play like Fortnite with them and they're still playing Fortnite. It's like, okay, well, mm-hmm. That's what you do. Like same with the Splatoon people, they're still playing Splatoon. Or like the people that I played that I played with for like Monster Hunter, they're still playing Monster Hunter. So I mean that's whatever. Good for them. That's the, <laughs> that's that's what they do, you know. So but uh, there's a guy we met at one of Kevin's events um that really liked playing the uh the mercenaries mode in Re- Revelation. Oh yeah, that guy was really it was intense. And then. he's still he's still I'll see him playing it. Yeah, yeah, we all we all friended on that. Yeah, I remember that guy was super intense. He had like so. I mean, I have a lot of Switch games, but he had way more Switch games than I did. So I was like, you know, I was like, you got everything, man. Like I got a lot, but you got you got all of them. Like you're you're in. It this, seemed like that was his favorite. You win. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, yeah, he played a lot of. I mean, I really like the Resident Evil Revelations games, but I don't. The mercenary mode was like whatever for me. I, I like the single player, but but yeah. But have you but, thought this is kind of an aside? But have you thought about whether or not you'd like to try Resident Evil VR sometime? Resident Evil Four VR? Because like I'm, they talked, yeah. they talked really highly. It sounds of it. really cool. Well, here, okay, Great so reviews. so uh, so that you know, one of my favorite podcasts of all time, Eight Four Play, which heavily influenced this show. Listen to that one if you want to know where I stole stuff from. But uh, um, they were talking about it on the last episode, and they're huge Resident Evil fans, and it sounds cool, even though the thing that I think is really dumb in it. Is it whenever you do like a quick time event or like you shake zombies off of you, the camera like pans back and shows like Leon like fighting zombies? Like, and they said it like totally takes you out of it because, you know, most of it is first person, but then it pulls back and shows your character like running from a rock or whatever. And it's like, what the fuck is this? It's like, okay, now I'm playing a game on on the VR. Like, why am I not? Why am I not in first person anymore? (laughs) You know? If a zombie is grabbing you in VR and moving your character, shaking you or whatever, like that's a really, that's a, that's a moment of dissociation. Yeah. Right. Where you're being shook around, but you're not moving around yourself. That's that, that induces nausea. So that's something that I think if they were designing the game from the ground up as a new Resident Evil game, they just wouldn't put that in there because it's a Resident Evil four, which is already on all these other systems. They have to include it in some way. And so that was their workaround. Yeah, but they were saying, but that that took them out of the experience. Was was that it switched to where it's like, okay, well now it's now now it looks like the game I played a million times, you know, and it doesn't feel like a VR game anymore. Just make it. It would make you nauseous to do it the other way, where you stayed inside VR and you were being shook around by the game, but you're not actually moving yourself. I mean, it's a 17 year old game, so I mean, there's still there's still some not. I mean, there's still some nauseating stuff in there, from what I heard. But I mean, like maggots and stuff. I mean, just no, just like you know, there's still stuff that makes you nauseous in those in right. those games just because of what it is. But yep. I don't know. I don't. I I don't care about VR, so it really doesn't. And I and I didn't. I didn't even buy Resident Evil Four again for the Switch because I don't care. I don't care about that game. I think one of these days, if I ever, because they're supposedly detaching the need to use a Facebook account from the Oculus Two. 
So maybe whenever the newer ones come out here in a year or two, I might grab it too, just for Resident Evil. But it'll be like with, if there's like a a noticeable price, like a very significant price drop. If you got enough, uh, I really if you got a VR I really room, want to play Resident Evil Four. You get you got to turn your uh, turn your music room into a VR room. Also, you got to set up some. Oh, of we those, got plenty of space over here. Got to set up some of those stands and shit so you don't run. We got into, they room don't run for into two things. DDR dance mats over here. I don't know. That we play on our There's little 13 VR, VR rooms need a lot of space, man. This is a news item real quick, but uh, they're actually dropping the Oculus name. Yep. It's going meta. <laughs> so it's going to be the meta quest. Did you, Oculus did, is- did you see, did you see that they were getting that? Like there's already a company called meta mm. and they're like, you, yep. you got to buy us for like $300 million. That's fucking hilarious. Also that God, logo those guys are idiots. Been, yeah. <laughs> I've seen like many different like companies have that same logo. It's just, just an like infinity a, logo, right? It's like Mobius Strip Infinity kind of thing, yeah. They so. just they should just like change the name of Facebook to like 4chan or something like that. Turn it into something that's like incre- <laughs> incredibly awful. Well, uh, isn't that isn't that what it is anyway? Is turn it into some sort of a whatever the fuck, uh, some conservative bullshit uh, name? Just just call it that. Just call it white supremacist. The uh, the app. I don't know. That's or old people app. Place for the olds. Facebook. That's where you really know that you're old. It's a, uh, it's it's very chaotic and scary place, and I try to stay away from it. That's why, I, yeah, that's what that's what's was so. If you guys remember, like back in the day, you know, this the first real exciting VR. I guess Valve was doing it too, but Oculus Rift was like early, early. Like it was this is going to be what it is, and then Facebook bought it, and that was just like a fucking oh no. But then it seemed like it might have been okay, but then. They said you had to use a Facebook account to use it. <laughs> and now it's not even going to be Oculus. Like uh, the whole word is gone. Oh, yeah. And what? They hired John Carmack to, like, he's on the board there and helping develop games or hardware or whatever. And like, it just seemed like it could have been such a great thing. And then now it's going to be meta, meta eyeballs or whatever. It's stupid. The whole thing is stupid. Is it like uh, they're going to play Second Life with, with your life? Something like that. Or somebody saw that saying that. Yeah. Whatever, I don't care. I really don't care what Facebook does. They can call themselves a shit bucket face if they want to. It's fine. I mean, they're probably a little bit closer to what they are. But on better things, back to Mario Party. If you play a, if you play Mario Party online by yourself, it's it's set to fifteen rounds, is what it's at. So that's like not. An hour? That's I mean, yeah, that would take like under an hour if you were playing like like with Jess and I, we you know, we play together against a computer. It probably takes about like forty minutes or so for fifteen fifteen rounds. But playing online with four other people, it takes takes around like an hour, yeah. Maybe an hour and a half. It took me an hour and a half the first time I played. Thirteen thirteen rounds. But you can you know, you can I guess you can save. I guess you can't really save online with your characters. But what what I notice is interesting is you can tell when somebody leaves the game. Because when you leave the game, your name changes back to whoever you're playing as. So if you're playing oh, as like Peach. if you're playing as like Jeremy and you're playing as Wario, if you left the game, your name would change to would change to Wario and it wouldn't say Jeremy anymore. So that's how you can tell when somebody drops out. And almost every game that I've played, there's always one person that drops out. Like we never, I've never finished a game with four people. I always finished it with three people because there's always somebody who leaves. Maybe because of internet. Uh, connection issues or something like that but there's always somebody who takes off and the very first game that i played everybody dropped out except for the one person who won and me so it was like and we had this crazy like you know three person like battle going on back and forth it was really close and like 
person like fucking dropped out in like the last two rounds. And I don't know if there's any sort of penalties for that, but they should do that. They should do it like golf where you can get like banned for dropping out because like, dude, fucking own up Real to game. it. Own up to your shit. And you don't even know what's, you got to wait till the bonus stars. You never played Mario party before. It's always, you got to wait till the end, man. Nobody knows. Like there was a couple games that I thought I won, but I got fucked over by the bonus stars. So, I mean, that's uh and that's how it is. And the, uh, for the online one, it's set on the regular random bonus stars because you can in regular in like any regular mode, like in a, if you have your own room or if you're playing locally, you can change the bonus stars to be the original ones if you want. You could change it back to like the mini game star, the coin star, and the happening star, like it was like on the on the sixty four ones, or you can turn them completely off, or you can leave it on the the random one, which has all the new bonus stars and stuff, and that's how it has it on the regular one. So that's how you how you do that. But but something that's cool is you can actually select which levels you want to play in. So if you like say you only want to play in a certain board, you can just select that one. And it'll only it'll only pull people who don't care what board they're on or want to play that board. So it helps you like go through all the boards. That that's why I was playing it, just playing it one after another after another. I was like, Well, I haven't played this one yet. I'll do this one. Okay, I'll go to this other one. I'll do this one. Because I wanted to play all of the boards, you know, before we talk about it on here, just to make sure that I played all of them. So, but what I, what I found, I don't know if you guys saw this. It was hard to post as a as a news thing because it was like a video that like Game Explained did or something. But somebody data mined Mario Party Superstars, and there are two boards in there that they found. They found spaces for two more boards, so okay. that could be a, a free DLC thing that's coming out. I hope so. There, there's five boards in the game as of right now. There's two. There's two for Mario Party One. There's two for Mario Party Two, and there's one for Mario Party Three. So it's kind of weird that there isn't two for Mario Party Three as well, but whatever. But that's the thing they're saying. They're saying that the you know they think there's going to be two more boards, and what I want if they do that is I want Waluigi Island from Mario Party Three. I know you guys don't like Waluigi, but Waluigi Island. I like Waluigi. Waluigi Island was a really cool level. I don't like Waluigi twice for both of us. It's not about it's not about the character. It's about the board. The board's really cool. It's called Waluigi Island, but who cares? And it, it you could take his name off and it'd still be as cool. The big thing is Waluigi Island was one of the unlockable boards from Mario Party 3. And when I was playing it in college, there there's a there's an island in Waluigi Island where all of the tiles change like every round. It'll be like all reds or it'll be all blues or it'll be like all chances or like all items or whatever. And there's a piranha plants in the middle holding like holding the tiles in their mouth and there's like tie and there's stacks of tiles behind them. And when I first saw that, I was like, man, I, I can't wait till video games get good enough to where you can actually show an animation of these piranha plants showing the, throwing the tiles out every every round. And that's what I want, because we are living in that time now where you can make everything animated. And I want to see this cool little animation of those piranha plants throwing those tiles around, because that's what I always wanted since I first saw it. And it's kind of a shame that there is, that it isn't on there. And if they're adding two, they should put another one called Creepy Cavern from Mario Party 3 because Creepy Creepy Cavern has a little part in the middle where these Womps are playing their own mini Mario Party inside of Mario Party, which that would be awesome to see animated as well. It's kind of funny. It shows them like with a little board and there's little guys in there and they got the dice and all that. And It's a game within a game within a game, man. It's cool. It's very meta. Yeah. What, you know, when meta was a cool thing to say before Facebook made it dumb by trying to name themselves on it. But yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I could see myself putting a lot of hours into playing the online mode because, like I said, I feel like maybe I understand some of how why John liked uh, Super Mario Maker 2 so much. Is I got this thing that I've been 
asking for for so fucking long, and I can finally do it. I can finally play people randomly online for Mario Party, and I don't need anybody to play it. I can just play it on my own and just play a four-person game like that. Yeah, and it's great. exactly why I like Mario Maker 2, because I love Mario, and just be able to play random levels with people any time that I want, it's it's amazing. So I implore you to go back and give Mario Maker 2 multiplayer another chance. Nope. (laughs) Uh, I I'll try it sometime, but but in but right now I'm still in the afterglow of of, uh, of Mario Party Superstars. So, but we'll play. I look it. forward to trying it. Yeah. We we will play it at MGC for sure. And uh, you know I have a I have a controller coming soon. I know Jeremy, you already have one, which of course we'll talk about that. But uh, my N64 controller is supposed to come tomorrow. I was hoping it was going to come today, but it's supposed to come tomorrow. So I'll have it, and I want to try playing because this game is based around. I mean, it has it has mini games from all the games. So, well, all of the numbered Mario Parties. Like, there's stuff from Mario Party 10 even in this. So they kind of have the mini games all spread around, but the boards are from the 64 ones. But since I'm not very good at these uh, mini games playing against online people, I, I thought that I was hoping that maybe the 64 controller and the tightness of the stick might help me a little bit, might make me a little bit better at the at some of the original 64. You're games gonna that ruin are on your there. brand new controller. I'm gonna. Well. Yeah, they, I I did play that. I did play that game a few times. The the fucking uh, the tug of war. I I ended up using the my fingertips to do it. Like I didn't do I didn't do the the palm. I just I did it like that with my fingertips. But it felt weird and it felt wrong. <laughs> I was like, why are we doing this? Why is this in Seems here? Seems very wrong. It's like why why did you have to add this in here? Like this is dumb. But it's in there, and you just gotta just gotta roll with it, man. It's they want to sell more Joy Cons. Gotta gotta roll with it, you know, literally, right? But I but I am excited. I'm excited about playing with the Nintendo 64 controller soon. I played I played a little bit more 64 stuff. I was fucking around with Mario Tennis, you know, just because Mario Tennis is a great game, and I was playing Winback as well. But I just I really I just really want to play it with a controller, you know, which which you have, Jeremy. You you have the controller. How was your? Uh, there it is. Oh, it's oh. Look at the look, look at, at it, 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 it in its beauty there. How is that there's weird? Yeah, is that weird covered back? Like, is it so does weird. it feel so wrong? Can you can you turn on your? I compared it to a controller. Can you pair? Can you turn your system on with the sixty four? Got controller? the original controller coming out here. Let's see. I did not wrap this well. You didn't wrap it at all. Well, the cord got stuck in the drawer, but I can still show it. So. Oh, they look exact. The same, yeah. including on the back where the little the logo is here underneath where all those buttons are. It looks very, very similar. The, the shade of plastic's a little different, but I don't know if that's because because one of, of wear older. Tear or whatever. But even the the screws are the same. They're the same Nintendo screws, and uh, <laughs> I guess there's screws. these two little tiny holes at the bottom here near the Z trigger that aren't on the this, but otherwise it's identical. How does it feel? I was, wow. I was so yeah. I was telling Shauna. Um, the weirdest thing about it, like I don't think I can turn the switch on with it. You was to say, can you turn it? On? Does it have a power button on it? Or no, I guess you would turn it on. You would turn it on with the menu button, so it should have the menu like on the other one. Yeah, there's no, there's no power button on the. Uh, it does it, turn it on. Yeah, it should it turn. Does turn it on. Yeah, you hold the menu button. Oh, yeah, because the cool. I don't know why I thought power button. Probably because I haven't used the actual. I don't even know where my actual Pro controller is, the Nintendo one. But I was looking it forward. Turns it on. I was looking forward to turning on the system nice. with the controller and all that. And I guess, uh, did you? Did you download the? Uh, this was another like breaking news thing. Did you download the Super Mario 3D All Stars update? I did. Where now and you I can use it. the Nintendo 64 controller yeah. with Mario 64. Oh, I didn't hear about that. 
Cool. And I think it looks better on that collection than it does on the. That's what people were saying is that the one the one that was on the yeah. All Stars collection was looked better than the. I haven't. I honestly have have not played. I didn't play the one on the expansion pack yet, just because I know I that I tried playing some of everything. Just well, to I, I, give it I, its paces. I know that when I play it, I'm gonna want to play through it in three hours, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that yet. I'd have to like speed run the whole thing just because that's what I do. But so I haven't. It, it's like that one and, and Ocarina of Time. I just haven't touched either of them because I know that they both will like suck me into the game. So I, I just don't. I have other stuff to play, so I just have not done it. But and a lot of it I've been saving for the controller. Like I said, I really want to. Like I don't. I think I'm kind of close to beating Winback, but I want to save it. I want to beat it with the with the 64 controller, and maybe it'll help me be, saving it, be, saving the best for the controller. Maybe it'll help me be good at Mario 64 again or Mario Kart 64. I was telling Sean it probably the main reason it this is, feels weird is because I haven't played with a brand new 64 controller since the 90s. Since like 1996. So the stick the stick whatever. feels super tight. Like. Yeah. I don't know. It's really, it's really nice. Like, but the the travel of it is so big. Like, gotten so accustomed to joysticks that don't move quite this much. So, something about that's a little weird. But I got used to it pretty quick. And I found myself having a lot of fun with Mario Kart. I played uh, through a few cups on that. Well, I played through all the fifty CC, which whatever. Oh yeah. I just got gold and all that, and then started on the hundred, uh, and played. Um, some Star Fox 64. Didn't really play that very long, but just to give it, run it through his paces. Uh, played some Sin and Punishment. Still don't really understand that game, but it's fun. You shoot everything. <laughs> and yeah. You, and you slash it with a sword when it gets close uh, to you. That's Ocarina you of Time, in spite of how shitty it looks, which I can confirm it's kind of crappy looking in some spots, but I've been playing through that. I play, I'm on the, uh, I'm at Goron Village now, so I'm like about to start the second temple. Oh, okay. At the beginning. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you gotta, yeah. I always, I always thought that part was kind of annoying. Like, it, def- it is. Definitely the part where you have to throw it into that spinning churn thing. Whenever, whenever, whenever I think about Ocarina of Time and I think about that spinning guy with the face on it, I'm like, I don't want to play that again. Even though it doesn't take me that long to get it in there, I just I still don't want to play it. <laughs> I don't remember it fondly. Yeah, yeah, because um, it can be really so annoying. Kind, kind of recently, I'd say within the last like two years, maybe even more recently, I bought it for the 3ds, the the remake, and played that one up to about the point I'm at now. So I oh, guess so not very long. <laughs> if I, right. So if I can get past this little barrier here, including the spinning pot thing you're talking about, then uh, I might try to beat it on the NSO online with this controller. I haven't properly beaten ocarina for 15 years probably or maybe longer i uh, uh i played through it all the way on the 3ds one i, I beat it completely both of them last time I beat it, majora's mask I and, and ocarina of time on the 3ds one because i bought it and i wanted to <laughs> so I, I played it all the way to the end for both of them well majora's mask is i love that one like i like that one a lot better than the other one i did have a little bit of a there's a little bit of drama surrounding these controllers Oh yeah, yeah. As we said, as we said on the show, I don't know if it's last week or the week before, but I had purchased the Sega controller for John. Well, for whatever reason that got shipped later and through I think FedEx instead of UPS. So they were shipped through different companies and uh I've been I'd been following the tracking info for the N64 controller and just like being super excited because it was supposed to arrive last Thursday. So it hadn't arrived yet as of Thursday afternoon when I left for work. So I go to work, I come back, it's not on the porch that night, and I get online to the tracking and realize they delivered it to my old address, which really 
upset me because I didn't ever want to go back to that house. Like I don't like that place that much. Like just oh, bad oh yeah, the old the old dangerous house. Yeah. So I was like kind of just giving up on it. And I even like messaged the Slack. I was like, hey, I might end up just having to send you your money back, John, because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get these two controllers because I kind of assumed they would have both gotten the wrong shipping address. Well, luckily, so first off, my my first thought was like, what do I do? And then I'm like, I know, I'll get a hold of my old landlord and see if he can check with the tenant. Like, and then once I started following that path, you know, it took a while. I actually just got it yesterday, finally. But I ended up having to kind of like correspond back and forth a few times with the landlord, and then eventually he gave me the phone number of the tenant, and I was able to text him. And super nice, super chill dude. You know, I'm so glad it worked out it was really kind of embarrassing to have to like show up at someone's house like hey uh i don't know how to order <laughs> stuff online sorry <laughs> you got my controllers <laughs> i haven't i haven't lived here for five months but uh hey, uh, yeah, hey uh what's what's up uh uh i'm uh i'm almost 40 uh you got you got my controllers what's up <laughs> i didn't i didn't even say what like i didn't even ever say what it was all i said was it was a gift that's how i that's how i feel lie. it's a super yeah. serious package from from business I got. I do business. Yep. Honestly, there's a good chance I would have just given up on it, but it's so hard to get a hold of these controllers. They they they've listed them two more times, I think, since they initially sold, but then they'll like become unavailable very quickly. So I don't know what's up with that, but uh, but the Sega one showed up at my house Sunday, and for whatever reason, the Sega one didn't have as detail of tracking. Like it just said it was on the way, but and it would tell you like. The different places it was at but it wouldn't give you like actually like out for delivery kind of info so i didn't know when i was going to get it and it didn't neither one of the tracking forms said the actual address they just said urbana illinois which threw me off because it said urbana illinois and then all of a sudden it changed to champagne I, it was so confusing because i had changed everything in my nintendo account so part of me thinks there was kind of a glitch there because i thought i had deleted that but Part of me also thinks maybe I was just like overly excited to get that N64 controller. I just didn't didn't follow the process correctly. Didn't didn't look at what the when know. I was checking out. Yeah, so I'll, I'm willing to take the blame for it. But yeah, needless to say, I got it. And yeah, the Sega one showed up Sunday, which is strange. It's it's rare to get a delivery on Sunday. I got home and it was just sitting on the porch and I'm like, okay, well, that's good news. At least I have that. So I got that shipped out, John. I was just looking at the tracking. It left Chicago today. So you're supposed to have it by Friday. Oh, sweet. It's weird that, uh, cause John and I like ordered a 64 at the same time and yours is like not coming till Monday. I'm coming on Monday. Yep. Why? 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 Like ours shipped at the know. same time and I'm getting mine on Thursday and you're getting yours on Monday. Why is it so far apart? I don't know. I wonder if they uh, prioritized in alphabetical order by last name or something. <laughs> it's not that much different. But, uh, J over K or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like right next. It, it's just, K is different by like three days. You have if to, anything, uh, I should have been last. Going from yeah, I mean, going from uh, Illinois to Michigan, I guess, is really hard. It's, it's you got to add an extra day on there, an extra few days. Yeah, it's a long walk. Because so much shit you got to do in there. Yeah, it, it it's it took them like a week. Yeah, it took them a week to ship it after we actually bought it, and they had already and they had already taken my money. It wasn't like Amazon where they don't like take it from you until they send it, whatever. But yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I was like you know among the first because I saw people getting them last week on Wednesday and Thursday. So if it weren't if not for the debacle, I would have been you know that first wave of people that actually had them in hand. 
but I mean, it's cool. So like we just discovered, I could turn on the switch with it. <laughs> so as long as I've got this nearby, yeah, you I don't got to worry about turn it. it on and then, then grab the pro controller. Yeah. And, uh, just switch it over. Um, so I, I just, yeah. I just saw this on Twitter. Did, did you, did you notice that there's a difference? Like, cause there, if you, if you turn on, if you play the, the, uh, expansion pack, uh, 64 with the 64 controller, they added all these like sound effects and stuff like that. that sound yep. like Super Mario 64. Oh, yeah. It yep. was like with the other controllers. Yeah. They did that with the Nintendo and the, yep, oh, it, shows this is, oh, okay. yep. it shows this is your icon you know there's a little 64 controller in your icon and then it also shows up on the controller selection screen as this i have heard it's, that for the genesis controller it doesn't do that that it shows up as generic pro controller yeah you'll be able yeah. to you'll be able to let us know that when you get it which i did i did open the box because i wasn't 100 percent sure which controller it was i just wanted to make sure i was sure. sending you the right one and i don't want to ruin anything for you but it looks pretty cool Nice. Like I didn't like I didn't open up the actual box. I just saw right, the right. packaging. Yeah. The packaging the is box. yeah. The, ba- the packaging is fucking cool. Hopefully, uh, yeah, it's it, going up on the shelf for sure. The packaging for this looks exactly the same as the other ones. It's just that red box with the white or with the clear mm-hmm. like plastic thing on it. So not that not as cool as the Sega one. But I mean, it's it actually says like Sega and Nintendo on the same controller, though, right? Like that's what I heard that people said. I think so. That it does actually say yeah, Nintendo on the controller, so that. You're gonna have what you wanted from that because that's the whole reason you a got Sega it, right? Is you just want a Sega controller that says Nintendo on it. So yep. there you go. You, you'll get. You'll I will get tell that. you this: the box this came in was like huge. Sega one, not so much. This came in this huge box to the point where I was almost like, "Did they accidentally send me two? That'd be really cool." Yeah, but no, they didn't. It was just like a big box with this box, but even that box. Well, hold on. It's this box with that box, but not even that box because it's another box. Lots of boxes in that thing. It's downstairs, but it's like, it's a huge box because this is a really, I mean, it's a big controller. Yeah. Like, it's like the size of my head. Like, this is a big controller. Yeah. That, that's what I was, I was making jokes about that because I wanted Very you to, hefty. I wanted you to bring the controller to MGC so we could do some, like, you know, some N64 two player. And I wanted to play Mario Party with it as well, of course. But uh, but I was like, uh, I don't know. If, I, I was going to make a joke about whether your bag was big enough or not. But then I said that maybe the bus wasn't big enough. Cause I don't know. I, I forgot that you were taking a train. But yeah, is, is the train big enough to fit the controller? I try to there? avoid the it's pretty huge. The bus, if possible. Sure. It's just not as because you had that ride. great experience with that other one. Uh, <laughs> there's, I mean, just the bus is just a little more of a, more it of ta- a gamble. It takes longer too because you got to deal with traffic. I've had fun stuff. experiences on both for sure. But uh, proportionately, the bus. <laughs> anyway, uh, it feels really good. It's got a nice heft to it. It comes with a really nice long. It's like, I think it's the same cord that comes with the Pro Controller. So you've got a nice long USB-C charging cord. So now I've got two of those, one for each dock, which is really nice. I have like I have like and... 10 of those cords. I have so many of those <laughs> cords all over the place. <laughs> I, I mean, well... I'm still using my original Pro Controller cord. like, And I charge everything with this. I have a Bluetooth speaker. I've got I, so many different, my headphones charge with this. Like it all just charges off the switch dock. So now I've got another thing to charge. My, uh, but, my, my tablet that I have uses it too. It has this, has this USB-C charger also. Yeah. I have so many of those but, uh, hanging around. I'm definitely a fan of this. Like, I mean, I'm already like, I'm already though. I'm already like, all right, let's get some more. <laughs> let's get some more games. That's not enough. Like I want to try out some other. You just want, classic ban- games you just want Banjo Kazooie. I really do. I really do want Banjo and Banjo Tooie. 
You want Banjo Kazooie um, and Paper Mario is what you want. Paper Mario, I don't care as much about because I've played that. But you said you be I've played play through again. that game a lot. Yeah, but I will. It it's something I feel compelled to do whenever it's available on something new. But uh, I just yeah, I will. Yeah. I just want to play the stuff that's on there with a proper controller, with the with the proper controller, the N sixty four controller, just because it's such a bizarre controller that you have to get it. Yeah, a wireless one. It's it's a necessity much more than any of the other consoles on NSO so far. Just it's such a unique controller. Yeah. It makes me think, and I had this little dream, and it's going back to something I've even given as kind of a faux prediction at times. If they do bring Wii Virtual Console, maybe they will put a freaking sensor bar, and maybe it'll be something that attaches, you know, in a non-traditional way, like, well, I mean, through a USB hub probably, but it won't be, I mean, it doesn't need a special it, port. It could, it could just be wireless. wireless. You know, just plug, everything's charging by USB nowadays, like, they could very easily do just Here's a sensor bar. It charges by USB. You bring the Wii controller to the Switch, and it's going to be the it's the best system officially. This this is right. what this is what I always thought was going to happen with the with the Switch as far as Wii stuff goes. So if you remember correctly, the Wii U, the Wii U pad, which became the Switch, had a sensor bar built into it. Why don't we just have an update for the Wii that turns the part of the screen that's not in the charger into a sensor bar thing, and you just put which... it in front of your TV, and there you have a sensor bar. I actually listened to our episode that we did when we first saw the Switch reveal. Yeah. And you said that in that episode. I was going to bring that up. You you said, I think the part of the screen that sticks up is going to be the sensor bar. That well, yeah, because, because yeah, I, w- I would play stuff on the Wii U, on the little Wii U gamepad, because it has a sensor bar built into it, into that controller. It could, but... So, I mean, it's like, why don't we it. just... Yeah, why don't they just do that? I think the positioning of, the, they, of it they, is they important. They'd have to have a, another sensor bar as well for yeah. people who's like my switch is currently four feet to the right of my TV. Exactly. And Mine's down in a cabinet underneath. So the yeah. cats can't fuck with it. My switch is behind the TV. It doesn't, but I also have a wireless sensor bar that, which does, I, I don't know if you have a wireless sensor bar, but it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter whether it's hooked yeah. up anything That's ever. You I could basically put two it, candles in front of it and it were, and I've done that. I did the yep. candle thing also. So, I mean, it could be anything. Well, that's know? what gives me hope. Maybe they'll release the Switch or the, the Switch. They'll release the Wii controller for the Switch and it'll come with a little wireless sensor bar. You adhere it to the top of your TV or whatever. And yeah. mm-hmm. there you go. It's just, it's, it's, just, just like, it's just two lights. Yeah, you just need two lights and two positions and that's it. It doesn't even have to communicate have like with anything. it could have a USB charger on it, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't even need to communicate with anything. That's what's so crazy you about can it. Use like, the original Wii controllers if you still have them around. I would be so happy if they, they wouldn't want you to do that because then because then they wouldn't be able to sell them, right? I don't know. Yeah, I I feel like they really don't want the Wii to be part of the Switch because the Wii led to Wii U, and when the Switch came around, they wanted to separate it so badly. So I mean, I they've know. already brought two Wii games to the Switch for two big first party Wii games. So I don't think they're completely separating it. Which which ones? Uh, Mario Galaxy and uh, oh yeah, Skyward Sword. Oh yeah, those ones. But they still have completely. They, they I mean, they very much neutered them though when they came to the Switch. Right. they cut off what with, uh, what made them great <laughs> to begin with. But they do what they did less. with Mario 3D All Stars and bring that functionality back and neuter it. the Wii stuff yeah. later. Yeah, like what they did there because they did it and it works and it just. It was an update I downloaded and it just worked. Like it was great. 
there is no special thing I had to go to in the settings. It just works if you have that controller connected. It, it would it would be really nice to play Mario sixty four the way it was supposed to be played. Even though I played it so many times with different controllers that it's like I'm used to it, but be nice right. to play it the way I originally played it. So yeah. Verdict though on this compared to the other class controllers, this is probably my favorite one because it is really a unique thing in in the sense that it's got a joystick. You know, SNES <laughs> SNES was really cool when that one came out, but I had already done the eight bit do thing where I made an actual SNES controller into a Bluetooth controller. So I already had that. So that didn't blow my mind. And then the Mar- the Nintendo ones, the most fascinating part about those is that they attach the side in that weird way. Like mm-hmm. otherwise those way. are super unremarkable controllers. I mean, they look cool, but they're, they're just so uncomfortable. Crazy. I hate the NES controllers. They're so like, they're so jagged and pointy and I hate them. This right here is like, it's great. It feels great. The weight is right. It's solid. And, and, and I don't know. I think you guys are going to like it a lot. With the other two, we also had the, the recent experience of the NES Classic. So there was a little bit less of a I don't know, novelty to it. And mm-hmm. this is like brand spanking new. I mean, it's 25 years old, but brand spanking new in these terms. I'm excited to, I'm excited to play with it. So what, what I want, what you were talking about, is I want 8-Bit Doe to do, to make a thing where you can make your old 64 controllers into wireless controllers, because that would be fun, because I have a bunch of them. Something I thought about, and I'd be curious if someone's going to try it eventually, but could you take like one of the play it loud controllers and swap the shell? Like are the shells interchangeable? Like obviously you'd have to do some sort of modification in this area, but. Oh, like the one, the different colored ones and all that. Yeah. 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 Like the banana, the yellow yellow Donkey Kong 64 banana one. You could put that on there. You need an ice (laughs) blue, Arctic blue and 64 controller. The the semi-transparent ones that were really popular, right? The purple ones, cool. yeah, I remember they were purple then. The one I always wanted was the banana one, which came out towards the end. The Donkey Kong sixty four one, do you remember that? That has a little banana things on, mm-hmm. the, on the end. They're like yellow. All right, well, let me let me talk about one more thing, and then we'll take a break, and then talk about more stuff. Actually, two more things. Mario Golf got a new thing. Uh, Koopa Troopa Colors now is is the newest thing you can unlock on there. I uh, they for the first time ever, I was trying to play Mario Golf, and I could not find people to play against. I wonder what they were playing. Other than Mario Golf, I have no idea. But uh, it was a, it was kind of a desert on there for a minute. It was a, I had to try a couple times before I could find anybody to play against because everybody was probably playing Mario Party, which is what I wanted to do. But I wanted to see what the new stuff was, and that's you can get some Koopa Troopa shit, Koopa Troopa colors, and also I've still been playing Dungeon Encounters, which kind of reminds me of what Jeremy was saying, well, what you will say later about Fantasy Star Four. But Dungeon Encounters is just straight grinding, man. <laughs> You'd like it grinding in its, in its very simple state, but it, it was made. It was made by Hiroyuki Ito, who was the man who created the active time battle system from Final Fantasy VI, and that's like his big thing. He also worked on Final Fantasy IX and Final Fantasy XII as the director, and uh, it's just the basic. It's just that battle system with like no story or graphics or whatever, and it's just incredibly addictive. Like, I really enjoy playing it. I've gotten to the point where I've started losing party members. Like, two of my party members got petrified. And whenever one of your party members gets petrified, you have to automatically leave them wherever they are on the map. Because you can't wow. walk with them because they're too heavy, you know, because they're petrified. It's like Palam and Param. So you have to so you have to leave them where they are. But the game will record what, what the coordinates are on the map as to where they are. So once you find a way to de-petrify them, you can come back and get them which is what I did, which I think is really cool. Like when you lose a party member, 
like well if you lose one and your guys are still alive you can actually carry the dead body with you and take it to a you know resurrection place or whatever but if you lose all of your party they'll they'll die like right in that spot of the map and you can come back and get them later with a new party which is cool so you can actually go da- down and get them and retrieve them and all that stuff and i finally figured out that you can that you can recruit specific party members on different coordinates so it'll be like 53 34 and you try to find the exact spot on the map and you can go and find them like that and i found a couple party members in that way but i got to i got to like unpetrify my guys and went back and found them and it's just it's fun i think i'm at like level eight now or something but i'll have to show it to you an mgc it's just it's a weird game but i love it <laughs> i mean it's all text-based right no, it's not all text-based. It's a it's a it's a map. It's a map with squares on it, and you have a little three D character that's walking around on the map. And then yeah. there's and there's battles where it's just pictures of your character and pictures of the enemies, and they just like fight each other. <laughs> it's it's so simple but so complicated at the same time. I don't know. I think it's 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 probably going to be in my top ten games of the year, like for sure. Just because I don't know I don't know how it can't be. Just because of a game like this is just too much. It just I don't know. It's perfect for me. I, I love weird RPGs, and this is pretty weird. But but I love I love it where it just breaks down to the basics, and it's just all about an incredible battle battle system. And I can finally heal my guys now, which is cool. Oh, and, and I was reading up on the active time battle system just for the hell of it to see like how Hiroyuki Ito developed it and all that. And it was inspired by by race by a race by watching a car race at a Formula One race is where all that shit came from, which I thought was really cool. Because by watching like the way that cars pass each other in the race was how he thought up the you know that different characters will have different speed and they'll get to attack at different moments and that was based off of watching cars pass each other in a race. I just, I just thought that was cool. I didn't even know that, but it all goes back to Senna Forever, man, and Horizon Chase Turbo. So <laughs> I was gonna say I could kind of wrap my head around that. I think because even though they're moving at a high speed, they pass like they appear to pass a little more slowly when they're near each other. So because of that, like you can kind of see like those I can kind of see in my head those status bars filling up. I mean, can you can you imagine just like watching like this RPG visionary creator just watching a Formula One race and being like, I know how to make one of the greatest battle systems of all time. And then he goes and makes like Final Fantasy four and five. He's actually got his computer there. He's just at the racetrack with this giant eighties computer and he's like It's it's just it's super cool. And and one other thing that's cool is uh just just got me the the Metroid Amiibo, or she uh, nice. ordered it. The Metroid Dread Amiibo. It was a. Uh, oh, so you got the two pack? She got it through Instagram. There was an Instagram thing that showed up, oh. and she ordered oh, it through okay. GameStop. It was a. It was a link, or somebody put it up on Instagram. I don't know, but somehow she got to GameStop and she was able to buy it, and it's on Sounds its way. Sounds like her own little Wario sixty four connection. So she found a way to get the Metroid Dread Amiibo. So well, I'm glad you're getting those. So there you go. So really don't cool. so don't worry about getting one because we we will have it soon enough. Cool. Okay. So there you go. But let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about some more games and other shit. So yeah, be right back. <laughs>
Hey, hey you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show? Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Ah! Ah! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! So we're back from the break. Continue to talk. That's all my stuff. Jeremy, talk about your shit. I didn't have a whole lot else to talk about. I did want to mention back to the N64 controller. I've been having a lot of trouble with my 8-bit toe controller connecting to the Switch to where like a lot of times I'll just end up taking the battery out and putting it back in or I will uh, hook it up through the USB cord and, and play that way. But since I got the switch or since I got the N64 controller yesterday, I've noticed like it just pairs right up. Like I haven't been having as much trouble with it. So I don't know what that is, but maybe in some weird way, the 64 controller like fixed it. I don't know what to say. I mean, (laughs) it might just be like they they communicated telepathically to each other without touching. I have no idea, (laughs) but it connects like right away now. And also, like we were saying earlier, which we discovered during the recording, I can power on the system with my. Yeah, 64 controller so i think it's just gonna be hanging out they're gonna be hanging out together they're gonna be friends you, you i mean they kind of yeah. need each other you could play a lot of games with it you know you could I, I watched a video of like people playing like trying to play breath of the wild with it and you can do like some things <laughs> except for like not sneak i guess no i don't have much interest in that because you can't click in the sticks but I mean, but a lot of stuff you could play with it like a like i could play mario party no problem like you don't need to click in the sticks for mario party you don't need to you never use the second analog stick for anything in mario party so you know you could you could easily use it for that so that i was definitely planning on using it for that game i've seen people have like figured out how to remap it through the since it's a switch pro controller in in, in effect i but i haven't tried that yet like um but i've never tried any of the button mapping stuff Trey, you've you've done that, so maybe you'll be able to. I messed around with it, yeah, that for like in the system. Doom sixty four would be kind of cool to figure it out. 
if but, you could. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, Doom 64 was a 64 game. So, I mean, you could play it the way it was so I've heard. meant to be played. Yeah, it's in the title. So there you go. So anyway, I, I don't need to keep going on and on about it, but uh, it's cool. You guys will know soon enough. There was one like big thing problem I had with my 8-bit, though, and I don't know if yours does this, John, but instead of like giving me a warning when it's almost dead, it just dies. Just out of nowhere. It just says, like, no battery power. And I got Mine killed. Mine does that, too. I, I got killed a couple times yeah. in Castlevania because of it. Because in Castlevania, most of the time when your controller completely dies, the game will, like, pause and it'll show up on the screen and have you, like, reconnect. Mm-hmm. Castlevania Advanced Collection doesn't do that. It just lets you watch yourself get killed on the TV because you can't move anymore. And it was so annoying. Yeah, the lights yeah. don't like fade to orange or anything like that, do they? Well, they're supposed to blink. There's a red light on the top that's supposed to blink, but I haven't. I've noticed that it doesn't blink at all. It just goes dead. It doesn't warn me. So does this just say battery depleted? It just says battery and depleted and it disappears. Yeah, yeah, mine does that too. Yeah, and then I have to like so. I have to like plug it in, but I can't turn it in while it's on while it's plugged in. I have to like plug it in and then unplug it and then turn it back on and then plug it in and charge it. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> But I guess I don't really I don't really charge it at all. I just play it until it's depleted, and then I charge it. So maybe that's why that happened with the uh, last week because Shauna was playing Tetris Effect, and that happened. And um, luckily, there was just like a pack of AA batteries nearby, and I, it's the first time I've ever just thrown double A's in it because I was like, well, I want to keep using this controller. You know, we do in the eight bit. Don't want to play with it. Yeah, you could just put normal double A's in it. Oh, I didn't know that they worked fine. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that. I have a shit ton of double A's. So that was just like a, a little stop gap. And then I took the batteries out and put the pack back in once I went back up here to the office and charged the controller. But yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a huge fan of the fact that it'll just be all of a sudden battery depleted. And it, and you really like, I always check the meter that it displays because I have that option selected in the, in the switch menu. And it's always at like, it looks like it's got half battery power. And then all of a sudden it's dead. I, I figured yeah. that that was just always wrong, whatever it says. Yeah. I mean, since it's third party, it's not measuring correctly. I don't know. It's stupid. I wonder if you use that app. You remember that free app that we got with 8 Maybe that'll tell you better what the yep. battery power is. See, and you guys so. do have the more advanced version. So I have multiple times thought about just grabbing the newer model, but I just want it to work. And it does most of the time. Speaking of Castlevania, I've been playing some Aria of Sorrow this month, this month, this week, and this month. But I am through about, I'm about to hit two hours. So I'm having a good time with it. I think I'll end up finishing this in the next few weeks. And it's just like I've said before, it's just like comfort food, really, as a game. It's just fun to play and, and grind and do all that. And speaking of grinding, Fantasy Star 4, that game's all about the grind. Because it makes it really easy to run away from battle, which I like. Because, well, what could be really, really annoying, like dungeons, end up being kind of fun because you just run away from everything until you get to the boss. And then if you're not strong enough for the boss, you grind. That's kind of the way I've been playing it. Isn't it cool that you can do a save a a battle pattern that you do and use it over and over again? Yeah, I finally did that. and And I had a really nice macro that I really liked. And then within like, well, I used it on a lot of enemies to grind, and then I beat the boss that you know I needed to grind to beat. And uh, it was the boss who was like at the top of the tower. I think it's kind of like a pivotal moment in the game because you end up like your whole party changes after that. But uh, I love this game. This game's fun. 
it's really charming. It's, it's really cool. And I, I'm surprised I haven't played it before now, but I'm having a great time with it. It feels a lot like a Dragon Quest kind of game, you know, like it's got the sense that sensibility. I think that's probably the the reason I mainly like it because it feels a lot like Dragon Quest, including the uh, the spells that I don't understand what they mean. Like I kind of look, I had to look some of them up, but you just keep learning all these spells and skills, and you kind of, or it's like tech, and you got oh, yeah, learn yeah. like what yeah. they do. Like some are buffs, some are attacks, some are healing. You know, like which I guess is a buff. But I've been kind of learning the spells, and then also. Uh, yeah, those macros are great. But yeah, I was so I was so sad when right after I set up the perfect macro, my whole party changed and now I have to reprogram stuff. But it doesn't take that long to do. I mean, it takes just as long as going through all the selections in battle to make the macro. So Yeah, right. It's really cool. And it, and it lets you do several of them. I've only got two set up right now, but yeah, I thought eventually so, I'll get around to it. I thought that was so ahead of the time, like just in like ninety three or whenever it came out, just to be able to do all that stuff. Because most RPGs don't even let you do that, like now. I think it was ninety four. It was ninety three or ninety four. But yeah, yeah it's right it around the time of Final Fantasy VI. It, it was. We looked it up last time. It was ninety three in Japan and ninety four. Okay. Here. So, but yeah, it's just uh, I thought like it was way ahead of its time in a lot of ways. That's that a great being, game. Don't, one of them. I mean, if you like classic RPGs, especially JRPGs, you know, don't sit on this. It's right there in the the Sega collection, and or not Sega. It's on that too. But it's yeah. also on the Sega online. <laughs> but it's also uh, on this and one. for whatever reason, in spite of uh, this being the third time I've owned it, I'm finally playing it and just being kind of like, why? Why didn't I get into this before? I think every time I booted it up before, I've had other things going on. Like maybe I've been playing another RPG, or maybe I've been playing something else that's just so stylistically different that it's hard to reprogram my game to that super classic, like super classic art. Like this is like, like I said, it's just about as Dragon Quest as it gets. But they do, you know, there's like sort of a, a sci-fi tech sort of thing going on too. So you get little, it's yeah, the, the Final Fantasy edge in that regard because you get like a, a Land Rover. It's also got these spots that remind me a lot of what, what I was experiencing in Eastward where you're like fighting these like labs that were from like a, a civilization from before that are kind of controlling what's happening with the human race. But the human race doesn't even know it anymore because so much time has elapsed like that these computers are controlling like the whole world pretty much and uh that's kind of the way eastward is too so i'm sure that was probably partially inspired by the fantasy star games oh sure yeah but uh it's a cool game and i mean it feels really cool like to play it on the switch i mean the switch is just a great place to put this like um okay so one thing about those random battles i was saying earlier occasionally it'll say can't run away you could just rewind and then like do another (laughs) battle and really? so I've used that to like get through those dungeons without being too frustrated. So I've definitely cheated a little bit, if you want to say, but oh, I don't mind it's, abusing it's the the rewind feature to get through like the punishingly cruel, yeah, old school nature of that of those uh, those battles you'd be forced to fight, even if you were like about to, you know, you were about to kick the bucket and then you're forced to fight this battle. You can't run away. I'll just rewind. It's there for you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's in the game, but I mean, oh, 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 one thing I wanted to say, I could, I got the Land Rover, so you get a vehicle in the game, which I thought was really cool because it's been a long time since I've played a game where you get a vehicle and uh, an RPG specifically. Can't can't you fight with the vehicle too? Like, isn't there? A, yes. Yeah, I, I remember that yes. was really cool. Like, I thought that was really neat that you could do a whole different battle system with the with the vehicle. It's really cool, and it looks like you're like look, looking through the HUD of the 
of the vehicle. So you're seeing like a target, like a, the whole, the whole battle looks the same, but it's like a more dynamic. It feels more actiony, even though you're really kind of battling the same way. Cause you're just one character. You're the vehicle rather than battling with each character. But, uh, I couldn't find my Land Rover. And eventually I was like, I'm just going to go online. Cause I like, I took the Land Rover to the new spot, went to this new town. You have to use the Land Rover to get over this quicksand. And I go into the town. The town's complaining about an earthquake. I went up to this tower. I stopped the earthquakes through, like, you know, what I did up there. And I came back and I'm like, wait a minute, where's my Land Rover? And I didn't know where it was. I'm like, do you just get it for that little tiny bit of time? Turns out it's an item. Like, while you're on the map, you have to go to your items and, oh, it's and just use it. Randomly yeah. <laughs> thrown there in your items. Like, it's not even like, Amazing. it's like in the middle. Like, I don't understand why it's just like hanging out in the middle of the item list, but I found it and I figured out how to use the Land Rover. So I just went past that section where you're like, you go through some more quicksand and you get to another town. So I'm at the town where there's the statue of, of uh, the old heroine. I don't know if you remember Trey, but I feel like I've made some significant progress in it this week. Like I played it for a few hours total and I really like it. I really like grinding. Whenever I see you online, I see you playing the Sega stuff. So I figured you're doing the Fantasy Star, which is great. It's, I'm glad you like it. It's a good game. Like I had, I do. I guess I'd only played it once, but I really enjoyed it when I did play it. And I think I remember being confused about the Land Rover too. Like I think I had the same problem where I had to use it as an item, and I just didn't realize it. But likewise, I played uh, some more Family Feud this week with Shauna. And uh, also wanted to say, like I think I mentioned earlier, she really likes Tetris Effect. She's been playing through the single player on that. Oh, but uh, Family Feud, we we beat the medium level. Which I can't remember the family's name, but we we did the defeat Murray's them last night. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try hard mode next. And then I think there's an even harder mode after that. But it's fun. It's a really fun game. And I, I think, like I said, I, I got on sale for 15 and we've definitely gotten $15 of enjoyment out of it so far it's like better than renting a movie i mean that's about it's just yeah it's just you know it's fun to just play something else that's not tetris or you know mario party or whatever like it just adds to our repertoire and it kind of has like a sort of jackbox feel to it where it like gives you little awards at the end for who got the most answers who rang in the quickest who took the longest you know there's just this whole like thing that happens at the end of the matches it's kind of fun to look at and see let's see one last thing uh i have it spent it yet but john sent me a gift card thank you john i don't know i'm gonna spend it on yet but uh i think i might throw it towards one of those racing games either uh yeah i want to play either uh cruising or hot wheels like i I guess i was gonna say you can play both of those this weekend at mgc and see what you think we should Mm -hmm. definitely we should definitely play some local cruising blast because you can do that and i've never done it so Let's see what split screen looks like on that, and if it's still as intense and chaotic as the regular game is. I'm sure it is, yeah. but I think I think it's going to go towards one of those games. So thank you, John. I will let you know Welcome. when I actually buy one of those. Thanks games, for but. thanks for uh, getting the controller. You know, it was nice to know that. Oh, I got the controller secured, so I appreciate that. Yeah, it was kind of funny when I shipped it because they're like, I don't know if you've shipped a controller or something like that before, but they're like, does this have lithium batteries? And they're like, really tricked about that at the post office so i was like yeah mm-hmm. sure you know it does and the guy was like oh really and he like started like he's like all right well we i need you to answer several questions or something I'm like what he's like well first off what is it i'm like it's a game controller oh it's a game controller like he thought i, I don't know he must have thought that i was like sending something else because 
I guess sending lithium batteries through the mail is where it's really. Did weird. you think he he you like sent a bomb to his house or something? And it's like I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's it's obviously like I said, I checked the tracking, which you can do yourself. I sent you the tracking number, but you should get it by Friday, according to this thing I'm looking at here. Awesome. And so you'll have to let us know next week what you think of the Sega controller. I'm really interested in just I'm that, excited the, for it. the weirdness of that thing. That thing is just. It's an anomaly, and it's really fascinating. I might display it backward with the Nintendo logo on the Sega controller. <laughs> but yeah, for me, that's it this week cool. that I've played. Well, I actually beat two games this week. I beat Dr. Mario 64. Wow. And I beat that on the, on the medium mode. Now, that game is... Um, I heard there's like a cool story mode in there. It kind of makes me want to yeah. check it out. Yeah, I, I mean, it's I, like... I, yeah. Like, it's like a just like the opening title sequence, which was kind of like a you know Paper Mario sort of style animations, little characters moving around. Um, but you can play as Mario, or you can play as Wario, and it's like flip sides of the same story. Yeah, right. Oh, it's it's like a yep. Sonic Adventure, like with Shadow and Sonic kind of. Sonic Adventure yeah. Two did that right, where they had the two different sides, where you could be Sonic or Shadow, and you had two different sides of the same mm-hmm. story. You remember that, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. But this is an even simpler story than that. This is like, it's like storybook style, you know, children's story or something. And do you remember when we played the multiplayer? There were all, all those weird characters in there. Yeah. That we didn't recognize. Like yeah. Like the yeah, those are all the characters that you encounter. So the story goes that Dr. Frankenscience or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he stole the, the super vitamins uh, from Mario. And so Mario's trying to get him back and, Meanwhile, Wario thinks he's the one who, who had the right to steal them. So they're both going after the super, the mega vitamins, whatever they call those things. So that that's the that's the extent of the story. But this is kind of a fun little bonus in between Doctor Mario games to see these little cute animations and stuff. Uh, but the cool thing about it, which I didn't know until the end, um, at the end it says, "Great job! Now try beating it without losing." And so there's like an extra challenge on there if you, you can get through if you can get through the whole thing without losing then you get some kind of bonus to it oh i i, I, I did not do I, I did see somebody i saw somebody post that where they were like well fuck you because <laughs> i got through the whole mm-hmm. thing and it said try it without losing and they're like oh mm-hmm. kiss my ass somebody was pissed so about it. To the very last guy I got to the yeah. very last guy without losing and then i lost uh, that's why you got a that's why you got a save state when i when i was playing uh when i was playing mario tennis 64 i was uh i basically because i got all the way to the star cup or star tour or whatever it's called and it gets really hard before that and i got to the point because tennis takes so fucking long to play like a match that i would mm-hmm. like i would save state like crazy like i got all the way to like the final final match and i started save stating after every fucking point that i got to get through just because I don't want to lose. Cause when you lose, you got to start over again. And those matches take so long because you got to play so like multiple long, right? matches and games and all that, you know, sets or whatever. And you get into like the, what, when I, when I'd get into like the, the tie mode or, or like deuce or whatever, I would just save it. And I just like, I just like score a point, <laughs> save state, score, score a point, save state. Like I, I got, that's how I got through some of those last guys of the, of the second cup. And and when you and I was playing as Luigi, and when you win as Luigi, he gets so excited that he went that he won that he runs around with his trophy and he trips over his own legs and drops the trophy and Boo shows up and takes it away from him. That's what happens in that game. 
It's like it's like a precursor to uh, it's like it's like a precursor to the Mario, you know, to Luigi's Mansion. The ghosts are already fucking with him in that game before that even come out. So, well, I wanted to beat Doctor Mario like one hundred percent the honest way, just because I love Doctor Mario. It's one of my, you know, to me, it's it's right after Tetris as as the best puzzle game, um, and so as, as kind of a purist, I wanted to. I want, I want to be the, the honest way. So I'm going to go through it again because I will play Dr. Mario again and again and again. And I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, it's one of my goals now. Beat the game without losing and see what happens. But it, then you have to do it twice because you have to do it as Wario and as oh, Mario. So much kind uh, of the other game there. that I, the other game that I beat this week was Inside. Um, and that uh, is what my name and my, my phrase was about this week. So this game is a masterpiece. Like straight up, it's just really moody. It tells its story wordlessly through the visuals, through the gameplay, through the sounds. It really is just, it's an amazing, amazing experience. And the final act is spectacular. It's genuinely shocking. I played through the last act of the game with like my mouth open. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I've never seen something like this in a video game before. It was worth playing just to see what happens at the end. That's about all I want to say. I don't want to give give away any, any of it. Um, but all I'll say is that this game is often on sale for $5, and it's well worth the full 20 and more. I think it's fantastic. So, yeah, everybody should play Inside. Were you kind of playing it as part of uh, Halloween celebrations? I was playing it as part of waiting for the... NSO drop last week. Oh yeah, I remember you started playing it last week, and you mm-hmm. and you really got into it. And I figured right, you were pretty like, close okay, to I... the end because it's not that long. I think it's like five hours long or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure you can beat it in five hours if you know what you're doing. Me, I think it took about maybe seven or eight. There were some parts there that where I was really stuck, but I never felt like the puzzles were totally unfair. Every time I was stuck, I just you know, I looked it up on YouTube and I thought, oh, I could have tried a little bit more and figured that out. I only had to do that maybe two or three times, but all the puzzles were really fair, really satisfying once you complete them and they just make you want to keep playing. Um, and I'll just comment again on that, on that kid character that I talked about last week with the long hair, you're in the ocean and you're around nobody for the longest time. And then there's this kid that looks just like you has really long hair floating there in the ocean. And he's like, I guess I would say the main enemy throughout the game. You just see him again and again, periodically. And every time you get a little hint that he's coming, it's like, oh my gosh, not this again. It's genuinely really just, you know, it gets under your skin. Yeah, I, I loved Inside. Another thing that I got into this week was, so I've talked about this on the show before. One of my first video games ever was a game called The Black Cauldron on the PC. This was released in 1986. And it was a graphical text adventure game from Sierra. Did that have nothing to do with the with the Disney movie of the same name? So it was based on the Disney movie of the same name, which I had never seen until you know it was Halloween last week. I was looking for something kind of kind of spooky uh, to watch, and I decided to watch The Black Cauldron finally because I got Disney Plus and it's on there. And yeah, I wanted to see what this was all about after thirty five years just knowing the game. I was finally going to see the movie. And so it was strange because I was seeing this story as a full movie 
for the first time when I only knew it as a DOS game from 35 years ago. And I'm watching the movie progress and going, oh, yeah, they hit that in the game. They hit that in the game. That in the game, too. It was just so, it was like a sort of uh, a parallel universe sort of experience. Like, oh, this is how most people experience this story. They did not experience it as an MS-DOS game. And I enjoyed the movie. I thought, you know, it it was interesting also to see this was the movie that came out basically before I think it was it was it was like one or two movies before Little Mermaid where, where Disney really hit that formula of you know, having the songs and then the uh, side characters and all that stuff and then they turned their whole animation business around. But this movie there's no songs and it's very dark. The animation is really good, um, gothic and even scary at times. The villain like there's parts where like his face like turns into smoke and he's like this weird skeleton guy and they rotoscope the whole thing. So it's that extra mm. level of creepiness where it has like really fluid animation. I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed seeing those MS DOS characters brought to life for the first time. <laughs> that, that, that movie was kind of one of those ones that I thought I had almost imagined it because didn't it like have like a really brief theatrical run, like in 85 when it came so. out. Cause it was one of those yeah, things where it was barely out and yeah, that tanked and they like removed it and it wasn't available for years. I don't remember. Was it I, that late? I thought it was a seventies movie for some reason. No, it was. It was, 80, it was nineteen. It was eighty five. Yeah, I, I, I just, so. I just yeah. looked it up. It was eighty five because I. Wow. Because it, it was something that I was trying to find, and I guess I must have bought it before I got Disney Plus because I think I have it on DVD. I think I bought it off Amazon just because I really, really wanted to watch it, and mm. I thought I got it during the pandemic, but the pandemic it. was after Disney Plus, so. I don't know. Anyway, I ended up with the DVD because it was one of those things that was just in my mind that I yep. don't remember the story, but I remember having like an art book or something of it as a kid and looking at it. And I remember remembering it, but it's like, it was like one of those things where you remember, it, but you don't remember all of it. And it's, you just want to like see it later to see what it is. And it was kind of something that just like stuck in my mind. Cause I was like, I know I saw yeah. that movie, but I don't remember any of it. And yeah, it was kind of more on the scary side. And yeah, I wanted to see it. Even though when I saw the movie, I thought it was, I thought the movie was really short. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, that's it. Yeah, it was only like 80-some minutes. It's, it's, it is really short. And it ends really yeah. abruptly, too. It's just kind of like, all right, that's that's the end. And it's like, all right. <laughs> you know? That's what I thought. I was like, I felt like there was more to tell on the story. But, yeah, and there was like, you know. do you remember they had the pig character at the beginning? And, and the pig was sort of a central character in the movie, and it disappears. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that too. 60 minutes in, they, they never go back to it. Like, well, what happened to the pig? The pig ran away. They never go back to the pig. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I think it's a very interesting movie, and it's just um, as it relates to the game and everything. It was it was just so fun to see the game in this way. Makes me want to go back and play the game again, which I do have it on an emulator. Yeah, I guess that's the Black Cauldron. knew knew nothing about the game whatsoever, but but the but the movie it's good. It's like uh, yeah, especially for a 1986 game. It's 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 not a point and click adventure because there was no mouse back then. It's graphical text adventure, so you would walk your character around and you would say, you know, look at shed. And sure. Oh, you yeah. see the shed. You see all these different things. Can you like accidentally um, kill yourself like you like you would in uh in Shadowgate? Where it'd be like Deja you, vu. Uh, okay, can you do that in Deja? Well it's the same company, but yeah. I, I always thought it was hilarious in Shadowgate because you'd be like use it'd be like use sword on self you're dead now and that's the end of the game because like, <laughs> you could you could do that you could say use something on something and you could do there's a bunch of things where you could say use this on yourself and you'd end up killing yourself and it and it's kind of hilarious i'd i'd laugh at it, especially that where it's like found sword use sword on self okay you're dead now <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think you could do that in that game. I remember <laughs> doing that in Time to Die, where you could kill yourself in various ways. Games games were fun when they were just you know type the commands and see what happens. I lo- I love Shadowgate. I love that original Shadowgate. I bought the I bought the cartridges of it, but. They should. I don't know why that's not on Nintendo Switch Online. Come on, nobody cares about that game. Like nobody owns it. Just put it on there. Come on, Deja Vu too. Put them both on there. I'll play both of them. Kimco, let's do it. Well, I did the thing that traded a couple weeks ago, which was I hit the one thousand video max. I did it. Yep, and that was all thanks to Mario Maker. I would guess that out of the thousand videos, nine hundred or so are Mario Maker, and. So I ended up buying an SD card reader because you know, I have a Mac, which doesn't have any SD card thing built in. And that was like 35 bucks. I got that today. And I went through the harrowing experience of transferring my videos onto the computer and then just like checking and double checking. Okay, are, are they on the hard drive? Are they there? Yeah. Every single video, are they, are they on there? You know, before I go back and wipe the memory card clean. I think it took me about 30 minutes to really just go back and actually do the delete to get rid of all the videos on the memory card. Oh, sure. Cause you got to do it so by one to, by one by one, it, you know? Well, well, no, not that I had to do it one by one by one, but I was, I guess you so can batch them. That, yeah. like, it, I was so afraid that it wasn't actually on the computer and I'm the kind of guy who will like go back to check. Did I lock the door, you know, again and again. So the thought of, you know, losing all those videos and stuff just by accident or whatever, um, yeah, it's pretty pretty terrible. So, because because you gotta you uh, gotta make that montage video that you promised that you'd make like twenty episodes ago or something like that. I know. Do you remember that? I well, know. well, now that they're on your computer, you don't need like an Elgato or anything like that. You can actually edit them if you have an edit any sort of editing software, which you can get for free. You yeah, know, yeah, iMovie. You, yep. Yeah. So, well, iMovie should be on there anyway for free. But yeah, you now now you have the responsibility of editing your videos because they are on your computer now. You can easily Im- just straight import them into iMovie. So you got to make some sort of some sort of thing. Send it to me, and I'll put it on the Nintendo main YouTube. Everybody can Perfect. look at it. I'll watch it. Perfect. Yeah. Now I got so many. I was thinking what I would do is make. Uh, I can't just make one big long video. I mean, there'll be hours and hours. Yeah, or you can but make a couple. I'll make like whatever. I'll make make a smaller series ones. of like yeah, two yeah. or three minute videos. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. I mean, our videos are super long on uh, YouTube anyway. I'm sure people would love to see smaller ones. I did. I did put. Yeah. Up, I did put up the video of our win back multiplayer just because I thought it was funny. So I, I cut it out of cool. that video from our. Nice. So anybody who's listening to this, go to our YouTube and watch the win back video. I was going to put up the video of Jeremy and I playing through Streets of Rage and spoiling the hell out of Metroid Dread. I'm going to put that one up too because uh, we just play Streets of Rage and just talk about Metroid Dread spoilers for like an hour. So that one's That's pretty awesome. funny too. Yeah, I was going to put that up there. I just couldn't get around to it because it's a bigger file. But yeah. The last thing that I did this week was I got Pikmin Bloom, the game that was supposed to come out last week, but didn't for some reason. It came out this week. I've, I've tried it. So um, I know So I know it's, it's not, it wouldn't affect you because you have an Apple phone. But hmm. have you heard some of the controversy around this? Apparently no, anybody that? who has Pikmin Bloom on Android, it will like make it to where you don't receive calls or text messages. Like it, it'll like wow. inter, it'll kind of like interrupt your service almost. Because a friend of mine, a friend of mine that I work, another production guy that I that I've worked with many times, uh, I saw he put it up on Facebook that he was he's a big Nintendo fan, and uh, he didn't mm-hmm. he said I'm not getting Pikmin Bloom because and he posted a Reddit article about it, and yeah, apparently on Android it can like interrupt your kind of interrupt your service to where you won't get phone calls and you won't get like text messages in a certain amount of time. 
And being a mm-hmm. production person, obviously, you need to get the text messages as soon as you can, because that may mean, may mean a job or whatever. But I thought that was interesting. There was like a whole controversy about it not working well, like just fucking up your whole phone service, which I'm like, wow, okay. It's like the Pikmin are in the system. Like they've gotten in your, in, weird in your phone and destroyed it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> like they got in there and <laughs> fucked your shit up. But I mean, it's not, it's only an Android thing. But yeah, I was like, wow, okay. I didn't know about that. That's that's crazy. Did you try the game at all? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, didn't even look for it. Well, see, it, you know, I mean, these. I feel like these games are for people who like walk around a lot, and I don't do that. I don't walk anywhere, so I don't need it. I guess I don't know. I like Pikmin, but I'm just, I'm not. You know, I'm not a commuter or whatever. I, I know I, I played Pokemon Go a little bit, but even that, it's like I don't. I don't walk places, you know, I don't need to, you know, I'll like drive somewhere and when I'm waiting on something, I'll flip some Pokemon Go stuff or whatever. And I, you know, I've said it many times on this show, but I hate phone games. So I have no mm-hmm. desire to play anything on it. I messed around with it a little bit and, you know, you can like flick treats at the Pikmin and I, I really can't have an impression of the whole thing because I've not been walking around a whole lot. So I don't exactly. really know. You got to walk around of it. You got to walk around to play this game, but. You know, I'll keep it on there. I'll check on, check in on it every once in a while, and I'll see if I uh, if I like it. Yeah, it's it's nice to have not not a you know mainline mainstream Nintendo property as one of these uh, as one of these Niantic games because you know, I'm not interested in Pokemon at, at all, and I was never going to play that game. But I like Pikmin. Um, I'm encouraged to give this a shot. What, what what do you do really? Can you like? I mean, can, do you like try to repopulate them like you would in the game? Like, do you like it? Like, you know, in Pikmin, you like you take them and mm-hmm. you fight and you fight guys with them, and then you get those little discs that you plant that make more Pikmin, and you kind of like build up your army, you know, and they help you like recollect stuff from your ship. Is there anything like that? Like the the game mechanics in the in the cell phone game? Like, it's anything like a regular? I'm not Pikmin really game? sure. I mean, I mean, so far I've got I've got two Pikmin. And I think like the more you walk, the more seeds you can get and you'll grow more Pikmin. And I'm not sure to what end. I'm not sure if you like fight a boss at some point. I think you're supposed to fight a boss after you plant, like you're supposed to plant flowers in the neighborhood and like other people can plant flowers too. And that has something to do with it to where once enough flowers are planted, I think that's when the bosses come. I've sort of gathered. I haven't played it. I've just read about it. Are the answer? Are the astronaut guys there? Are like Olimar and and like whoever? Like, are they a part of it? Or no, is I it think just Pikmin. I, th- I think you are th- those guys, essentially. You're Olimar or Murray or whatever the other guy na- guys name. Which so kind of makes sense because th- yeah. they always kind of implied it was Earth they were going to, but they didn't know about Earth, so. Yeah, that was, was like always pucker, yeah. pucker fruit was like it was something like that for the lemon. You know, it was named based. They renamed everything based on. I, I always love those those names. Like, well, yeah, it's like it's an everyday item that you see, but they make up their own name about it. I always thought that was like something incredibly charming about it. What was it? Mm-hmm. There was a Switch game that did that as well. The one with the holes and the raccoons. Remember that one? We oh, uh, Donut County. Yeah, Donut County kind of does the same thing. Where like everything you catch with the hole, like it makes up its own name about it. it reminded me a lot of Pikmin in that way. That's it for me. Pikmin Bloom. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll download it for MGC. I don't have a whole lot of space on my phone also. That's a problem. I have way too much video game soundtracks on there. That there's not These really... games kill battery too, as far as I know, because they're using the GPS. And... Yeah, that too. Because it might be something to, to use, I guess, while we're walking around MGC. 
But speaking of MGC, I think that, I mean, there's not really much new stuff I want to talk about, but I think that we should talk about MGC because we're going there in a couple days just for the fun of it. Because Jeremy yeah, and I. Yeah, we're going to be there. Jeremy and I are, I are going together. So we will be there. Uh, is there anything that you're looking for, Jeremy? I mean, I feel like we've been to MGC so many times that it's like, there's not really anything I'm looking for anymore. Like, it's like, I feel like I bought everything I'm I really wanted to buy. I'm really not either. Um, I think I'm going to stick to, I want something novel, some sort of novelty. Some sort of weird thing, thing like you always try to do, which, yeah. Yeah. Go for it. And then I, um, I mean, if I see a Dreamcast for a good price, I might be interested in that. But as far as consoles go and stuff like that, like I, obviously a micro, if I see a micro for really cheap, but I'm not going to. Oh, yeah, micros. It was, it was always like micros or like Vitas I thought about getting maybe. But this is actually, you know, I've been working, I've been working like crazy a lot this year. And this is actually the most money I've ever had going into an MGC. Not that I'm going to go crazy on stuff, but. Yeah, I'm kind I'm of actually doing. I'm actually doing all right as far as that goes. I'm not. I don't have a huge budget this year, but I do have. Since I work, you know, I work for tips, so I've been setting aside a portion of my tips to have cash for this convention. So it's kind of like going to Vegas and kind of as long as you know you're going to lose a certain amount. That's kind of how I'm looking at it. So I've got kind <laughs> yeah. of a budget of what I want to spend while I'm there, and so. I'm just going to try to get like the most cool stuff I can. And plus I have to take it back on the train. So I'm not going to like, Oh sure. Yeah. Buy anything giant, like Can't a Vectrex or something, but I definitely want to get s- some art. Like that's become kind of my thing more than the past few years where I like the original art based off video games. So I'm going to try to get at least one or two things sure. from like a, an artist while I'm there. And yeah, that- probably at least one or two articles of clothing, like a shirt or something. And then, yeah, I'm just going to have a little fun with uh, the vendors. And then of course, play pinball yeah well i mean we we have the we have the very important gamer passes which means we get Mm. first look on friday night which is cool because i've never done that before we'll get to look at the booths before anybody else does like that that's a big part of it so that's gonna be interesting because i because you know i may find some stuff that i you know that are normally gone or you know i'm always looking for gamecube games and and stuff like that and i'll definitely be looking for uh super famicom carts because oh yeah they're always so cheap yeah I would love to grab a Super Metroid or a. Uh, I have that. Well, I ha- yeah, 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 I think I ordered mine from Japan, but it's like I said before, it's all in English. This Super Metroid one is, so it's no difference really. Yeah, on that, so it's pretty cool. Um, one thing, uh, one thing I was thinking about today, just because we're about to go, I was like, I wonder if they will sell. This is what I want to buy. Will they sell video game themed masks there? Since we're in the pandemic. Because oh, probably. because you know I have this without big, a doubt I have this big beard thing and I'm kind of you know I have a mask that I wear normally just because I like it but I I want one of those like bigger ones that could like cover the my gators. beard the big no no not I'll the, send ga- you. the got, gators the gators I don't work one. the gators are actually faulty like I want like real masks that I bought that, so I that, bought uh, one I'm gonna I'll, I'll send you a link to the one that I bought that I really like but I I want uh, you know the one guy uh you know Adam the the writer guy that you write stuff with. He had like really cool ones that like his wife made or something where he had like a big in mm, wood yeah. with Pennywise on it. But I want the bigger one that has like the nose part and the front and the bottom part because I have a big face. And But I was like, oh, maybe it'd be cool if they had some video game related ones. That's what I was thinking, you know, because why not? That'd be something you should be doing right now. It's the pandemic. You have to wear masks at the at the Midwest Gaming Classic. So need need to have it anyway. But and I, And I've seen like. I've seen the beard tarp ones, but they don't fully cover the beard. I don't know. I'm just looking into new stuff, I guess, because I'm wearing masks all the time because I'm working. But 
Yeah, I've got a coworker who has a huge full beard. He wears the like gator where it like wraps up and around. And... Yeah, they don't. I, I was told that they not they're not as effective as regular masks though. From I mean that was oh, when okay. they first started. Like they're not really. I don't want to wear those because they don't really work as well as the other ones. I want I want still want a regular mask, especially with the contact I've had from other shows. I've got plenty of those. And I mean, I'll just bring the ones I have that I like, but, um, no, I have the ones I that I, but, but if I could find, a, if a I couple. could find a, if I could find one of the cool pattern or something like that, I might get it. You know, if it's bigger, like Same. I'm mostly the bigger ones is what I'm looking for. And and if you're not making them like that on this, you're fucking missed opportunity, man. Like it, now is the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, for a while I was thinking about, I actually looked at like looking at, I looked at like a dragon quest slime ones and stuff like that at the beginning, but I, you know, the ones that I have work fine. And I like the one I mean, that I remember, have because mine Velcro is behind my head and it doesn't pull on my ears. So that's that's what it I was like, like last April when I was about to go back to work after being uh, laid off for six weeks. I had actually commented on some masks that Janet was wearing on Twitter and she directed me to her friend that was making them. And I bought a few Zelda masks from her. Actually, I traded Perler beads oh, for yeah, the yeah. masks, nice. which was pretty cool. So that was really fun, like doing like an old school barter kind of like of our crafts together. That was so fun. So I know that shit's existed since early on in the days. So I, I fully expect to see that. I That'd fully be, expect yeah. to see somebody like really leaning into that. And I'm all about it. Like I'll buy, I'll it, buy a mask. It could too. be, it could be really cool though. Yeah, because we've seen like people make masks and like well not masks, uh, make make bags and like shirts and uh, posters and stuff like that based off video game art. So. I'm super into that. Why not steer stuff right into it? Yeah. I, I guarantee uh, there's good, that's going to be there. It has to be. Studio Pen Pen, which made those two jerseys I really love, I still wear all the time. Like, uh, like I'm definitely going to go to their booth if they're there and try to like buy something from them because I just really love their art. They're like, they do they like have like a more like a watercolor style kind of approach to their their artwork, which I really really like. It's it's just. It stylistically sets it apart from a lot of the other video game art you see. But as far as like, you know, we, our, our friend Square Painter we had on the show, like, I love this kind of art too. So like, I'm all about that kind of stuff. Too, he won't be there, unfortunately. I, I did. I did. No, buy, I did buy a bag by that, the same company that you're talking about where you got the shirts. I bought that Yoshi, mm-hmm. the Yoshi's Island bag for Jess and she still uses it. So is there anything, uh, is there anything in particular that since you, you know, you're not going, John, but do you want us to look for anything for you while we're there? Like uh, cheap 3DSs or PS2s so you can finally play Yakuza, the Yakuza that I sent you? I would say if you find a launch model or like black cheap, or, 3DS. The cheap, or the Chibi Robo Park Patrol, of course, if I found that, I'd probably oh, just yeah, end Chibi up Rob- getting it for you. If, if it wasn't like crazy, you know, if it was a reasonable price, obviously. If it's like sixty dollars, yeah, I would get it. But you know, stuff like that. But you, you're like a black 3ds original. Yeah, I would. New. I would like to replace my 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 one that I ended up wanting, which was the black launch model 3ds. Because we can we can keep a lookout. You know, I mean, well, if we're getting if we're getting first looks at stuff, I'm just uh, I don't know. I was like, well, you know, maybe we could find a decently priced 3ds, or we could find a we could probably find a PS2 for like nothing. I'd buy you one if it was like twenty dollars or something, <laughs> just so you could play some Yakuza. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be really interesting. I don't know. I know there's a lot less people this year. It seems like like a lot less of the guests are going, and it seems like mm-hmm. a lot less people are going in general. And I know like you need you need like a vaccine card or like a negative COVID test, which is good. That makes me feel 
more safe about it and you know masks are required everywhere on there i'm wondering if they're even i guess they're probably going to do panels in some way right but i found it weird panels i found it weird that there's only like one person from retronauts like only jeremy's going (laughs) maybe we maybe we can finally get an interview with him if he doesn't have uh, anybody else there i mean i I figured it had a lot to do with bob's trying to immigrate to canada and yeah keep his nose clean so to speak sure I think um, I think it's because be I I think it's because I told Bob that I would that I was like I'm like I will see you I'll see you at Midwest Gaming Classic I jinxed it because now he's not coming. I, I, I said, you say that? I put a comment on their Patreon when I was drunk one night. That I was, ah. No, I was I wasn't drunk. I I, it, I listened to their like because they do their talk to the audience every month where they talk about what they've been uh-huh. doing, and they were talking about MGC, and I was like, I'll see you. It was like right when Henry said he was coming here for the wrestling thing. I was like, Henry, I'll see you at the wrestling thing, and I'll see you at MGC. Ha! Huh? You know, but then, uh, but then I, I did not see either of them at either of those. Not I'm looking into the future already, but yeah, I'm really interested to see how it happens, and I feel like it's going to be a lesser show, but. I think it'll still be fun. I don't know. I think there'll still be enough people that we know there and all that. Yeah, maybe it'll have the vibe of the earlier show, but in the bigger venue where we're more spread out, that might be oh sure cool. But it might also feel weird. I don't know. I mean, I I do kind of feel like it's going to be like somewhat t- Twilight Zony. We will. I mean, because it just feels strange to be doing it again. But sure, we'll have. Some I mean, friends it feels there. safe and right. Like I don't. Yeah, I'm not like thinking it's the wrong decision or anything but it's just got something like this like i let i went to indiana i went to indiana last october to camp we went to a park just like not far across the border from illinois and camped for a couple of days but other than that i haven't left illinois since december of 2019 yeah i haven't so, i haven't really i know I, I, I haven't either yeah because we went to tennessee that december of 2019 because i was like well I mean, as far as events go, like that fucking pay per view that I went to was stupid packed. Like that was, that was probably the craziest. Like the the wrestling pay per view, like everybody was there. It was like I mean, I've got it was to like wall to wall people. Festivals. So it was like, uh, yeah. so it's not gonna feel that weird to me because I've already done it because I went to those wrestling events where people were everywhere. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like I said, likewise, I've done. I've gone to some music festivals, but they were all within Illinois. Um, but there were a lot of people you know, those things, but they were mostly outdoor events. So this will be kind of interesting to like be at an indoor event, but with a really high ceiling. And I think it'll be pretty easy to stay spaced out. Even when there was a lot of, cause I was kind of thinking, I was like, well, maybe it would have been kind of cool if they'd have it at the old hotel, you know, back when it was smaller, cause there'll be less people, but, I, but no, you're right. It's like, it, yeah, it's such a big place and everything is really spread out. Like all the rooms are very spread out from each other. And even like, even like, la- like that last year, like the twenty. 20- 19 or whatever we went to when there's a ton of people there's still not that many people like in each of the rooms and stuff you know so it's yeah i don't think i don't think it's going to be all that crazy you know in the end but i mean there are a lot of people that would like jeffrey hitwitt and hagen will be there i still want to do an interview with him again just because he was our very first guest we ever talked to uh kevin fair will be there which i haven't seen kevin or you you know jeremy in person since like 2019 or whenever you know whenever we got yeah, when Jess years. and I got married so I mean it's been a two long years, time to months. actually see people so it's going to be really weird but we'll two have one month but next week uh, next week's episode we'll be recording on site you know with with Midwest Gaming Classic like we normally do uh we might just you know we might do like an intro thing like with us the week after but we'll definitely do interviews with people I found a way to make like to do like wireless handheld mics and all that stuff so that'll be fun 
I'm just kind of fucking oh, cool. around with that. It might be a little, I don't know. We'll, we'll play around with it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll have either way. We could do wired and wireless. But, uh, but yeah, I, I do want to get like interviews with people. And I hope that maybe Jeremy and I, we could do, if, if we don't get, if we don't do interviews for the Patreon, we can at least do like a, a drunken Metroid Dread spoiler cast or something like that at, at the hotel, you know. But I'll be bringing all my recording equipment and all that stuff. So we'll be recording stuff while we're there. So it'll be fun, I think. So I'm excited. Yeah, I don't know Definitely if there's some extra content to come from this. I don't know if there's anything in particular that I'm looking for. I did like toy for a second with me. I was like, maybe I could get one of those Dragon Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior games that I always wanted that are a couple hundred dollars. But I'm like, mm, I don't know if I can do that. But it's still, you know, I always wanted to get one of those big ones. But I don't think I'm gonna. But it's gonna be fun. I mean, we should, you know, we'll, we'll be ex- we'll be extra safe. But it'll be nice to see people that we like, you know, like. Like I said, like like Kevin Fair and and uh, Jeremy Parrish and Jeffrey Wittenhagen and all those people, and and you know Nate La- Nate Lockhart and and all them and yeah, it should be a good time. So we will come back and talk to you about that next week. But I think that's good for this episode. Unless there's anything that you absolutely want to talk about, I, I think we're good. I don't think there's really anything I need to get. You mentioned the rumor that Goldeneye might be coming to the N64 NSO based on the fact that it was previously banned in Germany, but Nintendo of Europe convinced Germany to unban it. Yeah, that is an interesting thing, I guess. Yeah, I sent that because, yeah, people are thinking that GoldenEye is going to definitely happen on Nintendo on the Nintendo 64, Nintendo Switch Online, because exactly what, you're, what, what John said. Yeah, because that it got unbanned in Germany. Why was it even banned in Germany? Yeah. Do you know? Because, well, Germany is sensitive about things relating to violence and, and media and all that because of, mm-hmm. you know, history. Because of um, them uh, being terrible? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so they have a review board that will, will ban such things, and then these things go up for review after 25 years. And so GoldenEye is just a few years shy of 25 years out, mm-hmm. but Nintendo has uh, managed to convince them to release it. So release it from the ban list. Mm. GoldenEye was so, 98, right? Or was it ninety so? I, I think I thought I it was, the movie was ninety seven. I thought it was before the, that. The game came out a year later. Yeah. 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 The game came out way past the movie's theatrical release. No, the movie was ninety five. No, the game was ninety seven. Yeah. I was gonna well, say because yeah. I, I graduated in ninety eight and I played yeah. most of the Golden Eye that I played was in high school. Even though it was still getting rocked in college in my first year of college, but the, yeah, the the, ga- the movie was ninety five. The game was ninety seven. So there you go. I just want it to be on there so everybody can realize how not that great of a game it is. It'll it'll be fun. It'll be but fun. People, to, it'll be fun to play the multiplayer stuff still be again. A fun multi, yeah. But I think the it'll single player kind of yeah. sucks. <laughs> I think the single player kind of sucks. Like I played it recently on its like twentieth anniversary or whatever. It's on YouTube. You can find me play through it. But a lot of it's like super janky. Like the the, the single player stuff is incredibly janky, and a lot of it is like. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. It's like super chancy. It's like, uh, okay. So it would really, it should could really use a save state because some of the levels are fucking bullshit. And Natalia likes to die constantly. That's yeah, there's that, there's that annoying save shit states too. would be great. Yeah, because it's like fuck. A lot of it just does not play well at all anymore. But it'd be fun to try the multiplayer enough to know that it's not that fun to play anymore. But uh, I call it <laughs> job. Yeah. No, you can't. That's cheating. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. And if you see us at MGC, say hello. Uh, we'll be wearing shirts or something. You won't recognize us because we've been wearing Dino masks. Wars. But, you know, sense sense our sense our being or whatever, something like that. 
And if you like listening to us, go to patreon.com slash podcast and listen to our Patreon episodes like I was talking about earlier. You uh, get a whole lot of value for $1. You can listen to a whole lot of shit on there. We've got lots and lots of extra stuff that only lives on there, which you could experience in your own way. And well, and I mean by listening to it. I mean, there's in your own way. Everybody <laughs> listens to it the same way. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, maybe you get your own weird headphones or something that you wear that are different. But go go check that out. And also, like I said, youtube.com slash podcast. Watch us talk about Hollow Man on, uh, <laughs> on, on the multiplayer for for win back, which I thought was still pretty funny, like watching it after we had already done it. So it's like a 20 minute thing of us just playing win back. I think it's worth watching. That was my greatest hit of that, of that, uh, multiplayer that we did. So I'll check that stand out around awkwardly and shoot each other. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically how you do it. Right. Cause you're, we're not hiding, but yeah, thanks so much for listening. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson, Jerry Mikowski, John Litter. and, uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. See ya. This week got in na 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 na